What's up, everybody? Um, I want to uh, start this podcast on a serious note, and uh, there's something we probably neglected a little bit in the last few years of us doing this podcast, but it's the Believe All Women campaign, and I feel like uh, you know recent events have transpired in Central Park, not the other Central Park thing, but this recent Central Park thing um, where a woman you know called the police on a on a black guy who was bird watching, just asking her to. Uh, lock up her dog, or what is it? Leash, up. leash up, yeah, leash dog. up her dog. You getting a dog? It's not... What is it? You getting a dog? It's I don't know what leash. they're called. I don't know. Lock them called. up. <laughs> I got a crate. I guess we're locking them up. <laughs> so, um, but you know, it, it is true. Um, we should. I don't know if you guys know this hashtag. Believe all women, but we've got to believe all women. I, what is she saying that the guy did? I mean, harassing her. God knows what. Like this is cop worthy. I got to call the cops. This guy is attacking me she would he if she says it we've got to believe her have to because that it's incredibly it doesn't matter if he wasn't doing anything he was just bird watching i believe everything i hear from the masses on twitter and it is the quote believe some women no it's believe all women all women and first of all this is a white woman so they're the most believable you believe them no matter what right i mean they it's like white women you believe first yeah Right. And then there are other race, you know, other races. You believe them a little bit less, obviously. But (laughs) if a white woman, a mask yielding white woman. Oh, she was mask yielding. She had a mask on. She was protecting herself. The most believable. This is the most believable. She's going along with the guidelines. Right. She's wearing a mask. She cares about if she's calling the cops on a black guy. It must be for something good. Must be. When in history has a white woman called the cops on a black guy? And it's been, you know, false. False. It's never happened in history. I can't even think. Honestly, has there been one time? (laughs) Never. Not even a single time. Not a single. What's your favorite cowboy? What's his name? Trey No. Michael Irvin? Emma Smith? Emmett. Emma Smith. There's something Emmett. (laughs) Emmett. Oh, no, I don't know. Anything. That's probably nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... (laughs) But all I'm trying to say is, guys, we have to believe all women. And it's really, it's really important. You know, and it starts with us. You know, it's like, you got to believe your girl. Yo, I got to believe my girl. All the time. You know? Everything they say. Every, no matter what they say. She's right. I mean, honestly, yeah. That's, you can't just ask a woman to leash her dog. Like, what is that? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's That's astonishing. That's violating. It's, that is rape. That's rape culture. Bro, honestly, that black guy was raping that white woman, bro. Yo, you're not wrong. That black guy was raping that white, but the way that Mm -hmm. he, he told her to leash her dog. Yeah. How is that different than rape? I don't see the difference. It might have been. It might have been. been rape in a lot yeah. of ways. What do some black dudes call women? Bitches. Birds. Oh, oh shit. Maybe birds. he... Oh, birds. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why he was bird watching? Oh, I got you. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, right? He's out here bird watching. Do you think he was just talking about her? It That's wasn't, what I'm saying. He wasn't actually talking about what? birds. What? She's like, what are you doing, weirdo? He was like, bird watching? He was just watching her. That is super interesting. Okay. Oh God. I find it hard to believe he was bird watching in the park. Okay? Yeah. Let's be honest. He was probably trying to rape someone. But in that situation, I don't know if it was her, right? I mean, I think it was. Maybe she called the dog? cops because she knew he was trying to rape somebody in the park. Honestly, who asked Alicia Dog? That, that's just a, a rapist, shit a rapist that's type rape of culture. thing. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, white women have like a spider sense 
for black male rapists, yeah, especially in Central Park, one hundred dogs like a weapon. Dude. If she's if he's saying leash your dog, it's like oh, put your mace away. Exactly, because the dog could run at him, but if he's leashed, yeah, he yeah. can't. Yeah, oh. I want you to be defenseless. Yeah, put your brass knuckles in your backpack. Yeah. She's yeah. looking ahead. That's what nobody's doing. Nobody's looking ahead. What is that's the first step? Leash up your dog. Tie it to a tree. Yeah, right. You, use your sweater to leash him. There we go. White women know, man. We gotta trust white women. Believe all women, bro. Believe you have to believe all, all women. This is women. This if there's one thing that we learn from this weekend is believe all women. You know what? We should have learned it earlier. Say again? We should have learned it earlier. We should have learned it earlier. This is just confirming what we should have already known. Why are we letting black people into the park? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing it? Guys, we know what can happen, right? We know. Like thank God there are these white women out there. Protecting the park. Protecting the park. Like, you don't need those park rangers. You don't need park officials. You need white women. Honestly, white women. Give them a little goofy ass hat. White women should have all the power. White women. Should have all the. It's clear they know what to do with it. They know what to do. They don't abuse it. How many people got raped that day? (laughs) Not her. Not her. That's, I'll tell you that much. She stopped doing her. One less. One less. Yeah, negative one rapes. Real talk. (laughs) Wait a minute, what? What? How did it become negative? Because it would have been one if she didn't. So that's zero. If she didn't do her civic duty. <laughs> I think one minus one is zero. No, that's negative. How you get negative rapes? <laughs> it, it didn't go in her. So that's zero. Shit. I don't want to listen to this math debate. <laughs> this is listen, not a math debate. All listen, the focus is that we got to believe all women. We got to believe all women. I apologize. I'd like to apologize. You, you know, know what? me, I don't because apologize. Because you have said some chauvinistic things. I've said some chauvinistic things, bro. I've said some chauvinistic things on this podcast. And I really would like to say I apologize to all women. And from now on, I'm going to believe you all no matter what you say. All the time. No matter what you say, I believe you. All the time. That's it. I cheated on you in your dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I did that. Yeah. Hey, I did that. I should and be you, in trouble. In your fucking dream. Yeah. And your stupid ass subconscious that you can't control, idiot. I cheated on you in hilarious? your dream. <laughs> Why would you make me that in your dream? Isn't that hilarious? That's the best case of me. Their their fantasy is just they get to yell at you. No, their, fan- <laughs> their fantasy is also my fantasy. <laughs> See how much we have in common, babe. <laughs> But I believe you. I believe all women. You know, I believe no men. I think that, I think believe all women is not, I don't think it's it's extreme enough. I think believe no men. I think that's the next next step. What do you think about that? I think you're right. Believe. I think you have to. No men. You can't stop and believe all women. You have to understand. No men. Because if you're believing all women, you can't believe all men too yeah and maybe you're right maybe just believe no men if you believe no men no matter what women say it's going to be believed yeah because you don't believe the man exactly now what happens when these dykes start raping each other Mm. believe both now we talk believe both (laughs) Al. you believe both what about a tranny (sighs) ah which way male to female female to male male to female nope Male to female? Male to female don't believe. Female to male believe. (laughs) Because that woman is still all woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, real talk. Honestly, if a female tranny turns into a man Mm -hmm. and she says she's a man, you know what I do? I believe her, bro. 
You gotta believe all women. God, you gotta believe all women. Now, if a man turns into a woman, do we believe him? Apparently not. We don't believe men. We can't believe men. You can't believe men, bro. All he's doing is trying to get away with lying in the future. That's why he's doing it. Oh my, That's why a man would change his sex to a woman so you think, oh, I should believe her. No, he's just doing it to plot some shit. Oh my God, what a scumbag. Men never have good intentions. Men never have never. good intentions. Pieces of shit. Garbage. How often you dream about your girl cheating on you? <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> Never, right? You're what a piece of garbage you are that I you know, don't take your insecurities into your fucking dream world. What a, what a piece of shit yeah, you I are. I don't let her get good dick in my dreams. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. yo, you are one selfish piece of yo, shit. Oh, God. I'm a piece of shit. Yo, that you would not let your girl that you love that I love get some fat dick for in once. your dream for once. For one time, <laughs> she out with the skinny mini. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, gosh. Well, how the fuck could you do that? How could you put her through that? You know why? Please tell me. I don't know. Because I'm a man. And I am therefore garbage. Oh, my God, bro. I mean, it's just I, I'm so bad, you know? We all are in this room. Honestly, believe nothing you heard on this podcast. Believe nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm disgusted by us all. The only way it would be a fact is if we had a woman come sit in this chair and And she validate every single thing. Yeah. That's the only way it is. So we'd like to apologize to all women for not believing y'all. Now, this weekend really proved how important it is to believe you. You fucking get it. You know it. We're sorry. Yeah. And we're sorry about that brutal rape that you had to go through. Oh, God. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Could you put a leash on your dog? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could you please leash up your dog so I could watch the birds and not be scared? No. <laughs> Stop. No means no. Real talk. Yeah, I just. I'm sorry we had to start the podcast off on such a serious note, man. Usually we don't like to do it. We like to keep things light and we like to keep things smooth over here. But some things are so serious you have to address them. Yeah, you can't always be funny. You, you can't know? always be funny. You can't always be jokey. It's not. This is not a joking matter. When a white woman almost gets raped in Central Park and has to stop it herself, bro, she where was, were the men to step in? Can I just tell you something? She was violently raped, bro. You know what? When it's one black I, guy, hey. that counts as five black guys. You didn't understand that? In the eyes of a white woman, one black guy turns into Voltron, separates into multiple guys. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Central Park 5. Central Park 5 was really one guy. Wow. Think about them. What are the names of the Central Park 5? It was John... It was Adam, it was Malik, it was Alan, and it was um, Lionel, right? What does that spell? Jamal. <laughs> Lionel was a reach for that I was reaching for that I didn't even know it was going to be five letters Jamal. I thought Jamal was six when I plotted it out of my head well I thought done, it was yo. six believe was Jamal well women bro say what believe Jamal, Jamal women. women yo we gotta believe Jamal women bro uh, I heard this lady got fired from her job what was her job? Uh, Dog walker, was, probably? No, Stupid just, ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she had her job ass job. Yo, Stupid she ass. Was- abusing that that fucking dog if there, if there was one moment where the white lady and the black woman kind of got along i would it was probably <laughs> it was probably 
probably the way that she was abusing the fuck out of that dog. Did you see? I haven't watched bro, this she's brutal. Kinda, it's brutal. Dude, it, it, that's the most tragic part she's of it. She's trying to hang the dog. Yeah. Like, it was fucked up. Like, if he stepped in right there and he, like, beat her up a little bit to protect the dog, yeah. I think we would have been okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You always protect a dog. Oh, boy. You want to play it? Yeah, yeah, play it. Play it. Play it. Oh, come on. Whoa. Everything Shit. break? Okay. Oh, you got the whole video. He got the minute. He got the full minute. Oh, yeah. Here she comes. dragging this guy. Oh, she got the capri pants. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. I mean, that's a brave black guy, dog. I, I would not take those odds, bro. The second a white lady goes as an African-American threat in my life. He's a bird-watching black. He's, <laughs> he, knows, he knows how to handle himself. He felt confident in that situation. Be Son honest, Al. A white lady comes to you with a cocker spaniel dog. Look at her choking the shit out of that that's, dog. Yo. That's foul, huh? Yo, she could choke the dog. She could choke me. Slammed, yo. Yo. Where's Carol Baskins? Yo. <laughs> she, she was projecting something when she was... Handling that. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what was going to happen. <laughs> There's a lynching coming. <laughs> All right, listen, whatever. It gets same, same old shit. If you guys don't know what we're referencing, uh, just look up this lady that called the cops on this black guy. This black guy literally was just hanging out in the park and he asked the lady to put the leash on her dog. Yeah. I mean, you're fucking annoying with that shit. Like, come on. Like, if somebody doesn't have a leash on their dog, they probably know their dog is going to run around biting people. That being said, you do have the right to ask people to put the leash on their dog. It's literally the law. It's the law. Mm -hmm. It is the law. Yeah. Fair enough. I get it. Maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable. You have the right to feel comfortable in the park along, you know, just as sure as you're going through all the laws. Now, yeah. Now, having said all. that, if the, if a white lady asks a black dude to put a leash on a dog, you're like, bitch, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah. Of Come course. on, white lady. Come on. But also the dog could be scaring away the birds. Like for real. Right. I don't really think he's bird watching in a park. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't think that we have any like amazing species of birds. That no, are that's a thing. Central. Bird no, no, watching, no, and thing. I believe it. It's a thing. In it's Central Park, one hundred percent a thing. Yeah, yeah. The Central Park is like an actual. It's like there's a lot of wildlife there. But also, this is a Harvard-educated Marvel editor or something. He's a, he's a nerd. I can one hundred percent believe a nerd is watching birds in Central Park. Well, I, I almost had this happen to me. So I was riding my bike in Central Park. Cat calling in women. In this area right. where like people tend to bird watch. And I had to bring back a classic. Like somebody's like, no bike riding in this area. And I was like, Cox say what? And I brought back I brought back a classic. She said what? And I felt good and kept riding. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what he just did? I don't understand what just happened. He, he said cocksuckers yeah, say yeah. what? No, I get that. And then she said what? Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. And that was good. I How did that tie into bird watching? You well, said he raped no. her afterwards. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, what do you think out. happened next? Like, <laughs> Yo, read between the lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're like, the bird, no, bird watching is a thing because I was riding my bike and I. To call the bitch a cocksucker. Ah, bird watching. <laughs> yeah, I just understand how it tied together. Yeah. Yo, Akash got a high, you know, litmus test for comedy. Do you know what I mean? This guy don't play around. He don't play with your little uh, nah, cute son, little one liners. Friends dog. level funny. Yeah, come come here. Friends level, friends friends level, level funny, bro. I'm not fucking around over here, yo. If you're not Chandler Bing, I'm not hearing it. Chandler <laughs> Bing, dog, the fucking goat. Um. So yeah. So that's what happened in New York this week. Everybody's going crazy on it. What a fucking cunt, huh? I mean, just the stupidest, what a whitest bitch I know. ever. And everybody's jumping on it, and people are like, 
I've been anti-white woman for a long time. You have been. Yeah. And I honestly defend white women because Because I, everybody hates them, though. I don't no, think it's real. I, it's, I'll tell you why. One, because I know what it's like when everybody's on like the I hate white guys train. Yeah, and, fair. And they were too blind to realize it was going to come to them next. Like I used to see all these female comics go up and like hate on white guys and like- they, Who like, would have thunk? Women lack foresight. Never yeah. would have seen that coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I used to see them all go up and like they bash the white guys and Burr has a great bit about it, but like they bash the white guys like with the non-white straights. Yeah. Like white guys just became this like group that you kind of like bash, which is yeah. fine. Like it's, the joke is funny. I'm all about the funniest joke. I don't care. But I would remember watching the white female comics up there doing it, the straight white female yeah. comics. And I and I remember just smiling myself at the back of the back table of the Southern Village Underground. I'm like, oh, you bitches don't know it's you next. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, they gonna get tired of us, right? right? Like you get tired of white guys eventually or you need white guys, right? Like, Obviously, with the corona, like we were talking about in the piece that we made, but like a white guy's going to make the vaccine. A white guy's going to figure something like you need white guys eventually. You're going to need us. It's just what it is, right? The things that white women do amazingly are extra credit, right? Like white girls are going to figure out how to save animals. Carol Baskin's classic white girl. They're going to figure out how to save the environment. Greta Thunberg. Do you know what I mean? They do the extra credit shit that like it works when... Everything else in society is already figured out, mm -hmm. right? When you need to get down yeah. to the nitty gritty. We pay for the house. You clean it. <laughs> I mean, like, and they, they hire some Mexican oh, to clean true. it, right? Like it's not that's even true. them that's yeah. cleaning really, you know? Yeah. So it's like the extra credit they're phenomenal at. Mm -hmm. So I give them a lot of credit when it comes to that. I'm like, all right, you guys are about it. Like you're about diversity. They're the first ones to fuck someone of, of a different race. You know what I mean? Like, they're, <laughs> they're really the most progressive. Yeah. When you really think about who the most progressive people on the planet are in terms of like policy and what they do, they'll adopt the kid forever. They'll adopt you. They'll yeah. do it. They're all about making the world a better place. Yeah. But it's extra, it works in luxury. When shit hits the fan, when you're in a park with your dog off the leash. You know why? Because they've always been in luxury. But that's the thing they don't realize. They really believe, they believe that their struggle and, and Harriet Tubman is the same struggle. Like, they they're like, my fucking don't mind, it dude. suck in the underground railroad? I've been sneaking, <laughs> I've been sneaking downstairs to make breakfast. You've been sneaking black people over to Mason Dixon line. It's the same thing, isn't it? Like they, they really believe they're living in the same world. I remember I did a show and then some white comic came up after me, female. And first of all, I hate when comics talk about the guy who just got off stage when they got on stage if it's not like off of their joke or whatever. Right. But she was just like, I think if we can learn from the last comic set, it's that men have it hard. And I wanted to be like, you're a white woman. What do you think your life is that you can sit there and be like, oh, men have it hard. If you're looking at any... I don't, Nate, Nate McIntosh put it the best. He said, white women are so privileged that it used to be white privilege and now it's become white male privilege and then female, white females are part of the minority circle. Mm. You're so privileged, you privilege your way out of being called privileged. <laughs> I've never understood this metaphor that you've always used or this analogy. Yeah, you're so, it's, it used to be white privilege and then yeah. all the minorities here. Yeah. Now it's just white male privilege and then white females just got down here. We're disadvantaged. We, have, we are oppressed. You're so privileged, you just slithered out of that and you're just like, oh no, white men. Oh, so you're saying by not being privileged, you're privileged. By not being called privileged and still getting all the benefits of white men? Like, what in society uh, did white women really not get voting? Who gives a fuck? Grow up. Okay. You know I mean? Okay, I will say this. While we were at 
war, they had to play softball. And that is like, <laughs> no, no, that is a huge sacrifice that they made for America, bro. You have to understand, like, there were white guys, they were in trenches, right? Just getting dysteria, whatever the fuck that is, yeah, right? And right. then there were, there were, Women were playing softball. What's they worse, like, trench toe or turf toe? Or turf toe. They were getting <laughs> turf toe, bro. That's like, it was a real thing. But, uh, but no, nah, in all seriousness, obviously, white women have been through tons of shit. I'm not saying that they haven't. But they've been in yeah, a fair. Look, I'm not trying to discredit the things they've went through, et cetera. Yeah. That being said, if we're looking at, like, the... If we're ranking struggle in terms of, like, a 100-meter dash... Mm-hmm. Right. American struggle, whether you like to believe it or not, is no different than the final heat of the 100 meter dash. We're all fractions of a second apart. Right. Maybe white people are Usain Bolt. We're winning by a couple lengths. But then everybody's coming in pretty close compared to the rest of the world. I had his exact thought last night. Do you see what I'm saying? With the running metaphor? No, no, no. Not running. Uh, Just like. The the idea of American privilege, I was just it reminded me. I was like, yo, I'm thinking about my cousins back in India who are just like poor, right? But like, to just to get people to understand it, I wanted them to think about that race, right? We're all running in the front, we're stretching out our chests across the finish line, right? Yeah. And I'll, I'm not going to push back against you know white privilege, right? You are Usain Bolt to use your metaphor. You're ahead. I'll, I'll, You're yes, winning. I, it's not I am clear. ahead, right? Yeah. I have an I have an expectation of what it is et cetera, of normalcy that this, this that the other. That being said, if you want to compare to the world yeah. in any other place, nobody is trading places with their cousins who are from where they're originally from. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Nobody's going back. Correct. Right? Al not even going back to Puerto Rico and that's part of America. That's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, so everybody's that. So what we're complaining about in America is kind of hysterical. But that being said, you only know what you know. So I do get it. I do get it. I go, you're not living in fucking Romania. You're not living in the Congo. You're not living in these types of places. So of course you don't know what that struggle is. Like you have a unique experience where you get to go back to your yeah. fuck shit yeah. and see why your parents left. Yeah. Right. So you have actual perspective and you complain less. But what if someone who don't even know where they're from? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I just, it's, I don't know. There's something where it's like you tell white dudes in middle America, like you guys don't care about us. You're monsters because you don't get it. And then you try to tell that same person like, yeah, but think about people in like fucking North Korea or whatever. And they're like, yeah, but I only know what I know. And somehow you can't apply that logic to a white middle America privileged guy when you expect him to understand your struggle, and he's like, well, I only know what I see. I only know what I know. I only know what's around me. Yo, you know what it is? We got to stop acting like we give a fuck about each other. I, I'm so on board with that, dog. It's my whole philosophy. Yeah. I don't ask y'all to give a fuck about India, ever. Right. I don't want you to. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, <son>. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Puerto Rico no, no. got electricity. Have I ever asked you about that, Al? But, oh, but I don't care. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying like, I'm not saying we shouldn't give a fuck about each other. I think it's valuable to care about one another. What I'm saying is... <laughs> I could have jumped off that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was fast. That was what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, let's stop acting like we do. The, yeah, the, what is it? The high horsing or whatever, standing on the pedestal. Yeah, like nobody really cares. Like Susan Sarandon cares, but she's bored. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all these actors act like they care about the struggle, but like you spend a month to learn an accent. <laughs> this all this actually ties into the Lana Del Rey situation. What is the on. Lana Del Rey thing? So um, last week she made a comment like, "Oh, now that Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, 
Camilla Cabrero, Cardi B, Kalani, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, they all sing about fucking, wearing no clothes and cheating. Can I please go back to singing about embodied, feeling beautiful and being in love and all this type of shit? So she came under criticized because everybody she listed was um, a minority. Ariana Grande, Ariana white Grande is a minority. She's, she's Mexican. No, she's no, Italian. She's not. She's Italian. No, but she's half something. No, no she's, she's Italian. Italian. Everybody, she get yo the nah, cultural appropriation real. clan or whatever the fuck they call. We're gonna come at this bitch at some point. Cultural we all just decided she's Latina because there's because Grande is in there. Yeah, but she white and Word? she be tanning. She's Grande fuck. like your fucking Starbucks. Yeah, she's not Grande like Correct. Mexico. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever. But yeah. she came under criticism because all the other singers that she mentioned, except Ariana, are non-white. And so she's like, bitch, you don't, you have it easy. Every time you put a song out, even though it's about abuse or fucking killing herself or some shit like that, you'll still hit number ones and shit like that. So it's like, why are you complaining? And then why mention these other singers? Like you're trying right. to put yourself in with these other singers. And I like didn't that. even know Lana Del Rey was putting out music. Still. I swear yeah, to you, what, I don't know who she is. That's the thing. It's like... <laughs> Why knock somebody else? Yo, you know what it is? This week, people got real bored. Something happened this week. They got real sensitive. Hey, man, open it up, I think. It happened. So it might it be up. open it up. Because now it's enough. Now we're bored again. Open it up. Because they're like reaching into the vault. Oh, they're reaching yeah. into the racism vault. Oh, yeah. Right? They're really fine and shit. Like, Jimmy Fallon. They oh, got man. the Fallon. That's America's The Lon Del Rey. I mean, the Joe Biden shit was hilarious. <laughs> we got to talk about Joe Biden shit because it's mad funny to me. All right, we're going to take a break for a second, man. What we should have done is had a nice little group breakfast with the best fucking cereal on the planet, okay? Magic Spoon, all right? I'm not playing any games out here. The days where the breakfast cereal was this trash, sugary nonsense that made the kids go shoot up to school are done, okay? If you have children, you have people you care about, you have people that you love in your life, and you're feeding them that other sugary bullshit, get it out of here. Magic spoon, simple as that. Let me read this to you. Zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs in each serving. That's keto friendly. Keto friendly. It has literally the best flavors of all the best cereals. So all the flavors that you liked, they have the four, cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry, not even a question. Tate's amazing, GMO free, soy free, grain free, Gluten-free, mm. keto-free, mm. low-carb. It's not even a question. This is how delicious it is. This is how amazing it is. If you don't like it, they're going to pay you your money back. You have nothing to lose here. This is the best. It, this is how confident they are. If you don't like it, they're paying you your money back. Magicspoon.com, okay? Slash flagrant. Make sure you use our promo code flagrant to check out. You get free shipping. And remember, if you don't like it, if it's not, if it doesn't make you happy, there's a hundred percent happiness guarantee. If it doesn't make you happy, one hundred percent happy, they're gonna refund your money. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We got five boxes. You like it? I, I liked it. it. I love Frost fruit. is my favorite. Fruit That's my favorite. That you shit. like fruit. You would. I, yeah. That's magicspoon.com slash flagrant. Use the promo code flagrant. You get the free shipping. I don't understand what you have to lose here. You either get great healthy cereal that tastes delicious that you love. You could start your day with something healthy for free with free shipping or you get your money back. Mm. Choice is yours. We know which one you should choose. Now let's get back to the show. Like... First of all, okay, so many things about this. We're talking about Joe Biden Breakfast Club interview. It was really just Joe Biden and Charlemagne. Charlemagne was great. And a phenomenal. Yeah. 
And Charlemagne, at the end of the video, Joe Biden goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, listen, if you're having trouble deciding between Trump or me. Before that, Charlemagne is saying, we need to talk more because I want to know what you're going to do for our community before I decide who to vote for. Uh, so a lot of time left before November. So we got to have more talks. Right. And then and then Biden goes, listen, if you're having trouble deciding between Trump or me, then you ain't black. And he <laughs> smiles. He's obviously joking around, etc. Black Twitter goes crazy. <laughs> the black vote ain't for free. How dare you say this? What what do, what does Biden think we are? You think we're completely loyal to this? Literally a month ago, Diddy got canceled for saying the exact same shit. Oh, the ask- opposite direction. Hold on. So Diddy literally goes, "Yo, the black vote ain't for free," and people are like. How could you vote Republican, Diddy? Who the fuck do you think you are? What are you thinking? Why would you vote for them? Joe Biden just repeats the same thing that people say on black Twitter every single day. They criticize the fuck out of Kanye for voting Trump. They criticize the fuck out of anybody who ever said that they would consider voting Trump. And Biden just echoes those same sentiments. And all of a sudden, black Twitter turned into like this rational swing state where it's like, well, I'm going to vote whoever does the best thing for me, et cetera. I don't know. It was too funny, Let them tweet that though and then tweet them back all right but so are you going to consider voting republican they're immediately gonna be like fuck nah man so it was so funny shots of van i love van lathan i love van but van goes that was completely inappropriate (laughs) some some shit like this he goes that was completely inappropriate with what uh what biden said was completely inappropriate disrespectful that being said i'm still voting blue it doesn't matter it's like, come on, bro. Y'all are Knicks fans. I, like, I, I, I hate when they add that line at the end. It's like Because they don't want to look like sellouts. Everybody's afraid yeah. of looking like, we're all afraid of the mob. Yeah. <laughs> but the the real, it's just that one line that people had a problem with. Like, don't tell us you're not black if you don't vote for me. Like, that's wild, son. But oh, that's wild. Pr- listen, listen. Everything else he said, warranted. 100%. If he left that line out, he would have been like, He's going to do that all the time. I know. It's going to be so good. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, this is going to be hilarious. Honestly, if I was him, I would not have apologized. Mm. If I was Biden, I'd be like, I stand by that 100%. If you don't think that I'm going to do more for black people than this guy, then you don't care about black people. Or black, being black is not at the uh, beginning of your identity. It's not a core value that you care about. I would double down on that shit 100%. Yeah. I'll tell you, you wouldn't have got elected. I mean, I'm going to be the nominee. Yeah, I don't understand. He's the nominee. Are you gonna no, vote? I know. What? Are you going to vote for Trump? Like, is there nah. anything Biden can say on that level that's like, you it's ain't black stupid. if you don't do this? Son, we, we're between a rock and a hard place, man. We don't have anybody good we want to vote for. We elected the hard place and the rock. So, like, what do you want to do? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. These are people people voted for. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I thought that the interview from Charlotte was genius because I think he guaranteed a black vice president nominee. Mm. Guaranteed. Now they have to. Yeah. It's got to be Kamala. If she turns it down, maybe it's someone else, but there's no way it can be a, not a person of color. It was going to be Klobuchar or whatever her name is, I think. Oh, that's out. And apparently, I was very close Yank. before this. Done. Done. Because if they don't do it, then black people can front like they're going to vote for Trump. Now, I've been saying on Brilliant Idiots for maybe the past five years, and I've gotten tons of heat, and eventually people start to like understand it. But the conversations I've been having with Charlemagne and the things that Charlemagne's, uh, Charlemagne is starting to say now have been echoing these sentiments, which is you cannot possibly get something from somebody, politically speaking, if they gar- if they already feel like they have your vote guaranteed. Yeah. 
all of your leverage is not guaranteeing your vote. If you notice, Obama doesn't co-sign the front. Obama doesn't co-sign any candidate till he knows who won the primary. But Biden was his guy. Obama didn't say a peep mm -hmm. until Biden wins the primary. He is the Democratic nominee. Now Obama's like, OK, I got you. Right. It's like mm. you need to make sure that you can play and position yourself with your leverage. If all black people are like, yo, we might fuck with Trump. What do you got for us? You got a bill. You got a strategy. Guaranteed right now, Trump and his team are working on a black strategy. Guaranteed. Oh, I mean, they've been doing that. No, no. But like a specific pointed black strategy to put their foot on Biden's fucking neck. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that would actually crush it, to be honest. If they came out right now with a phenomenal black strategy that the black elites really believed in and thought could work, I guarantee you could see a switch. I guarantee it. This is an unprecedented time. I think what we really should take away from this is that we're going to get a black vice president thanks to Andrew. <laughs> that's God. what I think. Come on, I think son. that's the point of this whole thing. He does it enough. You don't got to do it for him. So. <laughs> he, he, he did it again. He just did it. I'm just saying. I noticed. And listen. Yo, can I tell you something? Let's say Biden wins, right? Yeah. Biden's probably going to die yeah, that's or at why. least become senile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. He'll be removed. First female. Full. full what? Full black. What? First full black Who's president. Full black. If Biden's vice president dies. But Kamala's not Biden, Biden does, Oh, it's going to be Kamala, Indian. you think? Yeah. So it's but close talking enough. about that shit ever. I ain't mm. going for this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> Yo, apparently Kamala was getting stroked by famous dudes back in the day. Like she's kind of cool. She was like fucking Montel Jordan. She was fucking a few other famous Let's dudes. Let's go. Yeah, like, like she's kind of cool with it. Don't you know what I mean? She fucked pussy. her boss. Like she wanted that power spot. Yeah. You know, she'll kill Biden. I 100 percent buy that. Yeah. What you mean, like from nagging? Maybe. <laughs> Female vice president is a wild idea, yo. What do you mean? I don't got enough women talking to me, telling me what to do, Bro, man. Fall the fuck oh back, yo. Oh, my God, dude. For a second, I thought that's what the president's wife was. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot in that little moment of time. I totally forgot that Pence was there. And I was like, wait, ain't it always a female vice president? <laughs> <laughs> yo, real talk. That's what the vice president should be. Just the oh, wife. Oh, bro. Yeah. Nah. And then you could divorce that bitch out of a vice president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every argument she brings up, bitch, you want to be a not you want to be, be an ex vice president real quick. She'd probably still keep the White House though. He's got to move into a penthouse <laughs> oh, in DC man. somewhere. You need to go to a hotel. Ooh, fuck. It is interesting. We'll see what happens. But I, I look, I love it. You know me. I, I'm going to point out hypocrisy where I see it. Yeah. But I love the fact that black people are starting to publicly recognize the power of their vote and are willing to leverage that into progress because that is what um, most tight-knit communities do and they do it on a local level because usually they don't have the numbers to influence a national election, right? Mm. But like the Chinese community in Chinatown, I'm sure will do yeah. whatever they can to like get... Um, you know, congressmen or what is it called? Like state assemblymen or whatever hired in their area to serve their interests. Black people should do that shit. Just like everybody else. I 100% think every minority is perfectly, it's great when they support themselves and they are, are all about themselves and support their own businesses and all that. And if black people realize they can swing an election like this, might be the first step to being like, oh, we should just do everything Yo, and take over. Together. Real talk? Real talk? 
Think about how much political leverage black people would have if you swung the election for Trump. Think about how much political leverage black people have if they all decide to vote Trump this election and Trump wins by that percentage point. Hmm. And they fully were like, listen, we're just going to the highest bidder, right? Well, not to bring it back to that. No. <laughs> political bitter. Political bitter. It's even different when you're selling yourself. You know what I mean? It's a little different. It's a little different. It's not so bad. It's empowering so, that way. So, but like, realistically, think about that. Like, imagine... Do you know how right now, like Wisconsin and what are the other states? Ohio. Yeah. They're like certain states, the swing states in America yeah. have massive political leverage, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And presidents will go visit and stump in these small states that yeah. really, I don't want to say are insignificant, but have far less significance economically yep. than New York or California or Texas yeah, yeah. or something like that, right? But presidents will go there and beg for their votes. Black people could potentially be that. Yep. Imagine that. You would have every fucking president tap dancing, all these old white guys tap dancing for you guys for your Wouldn't fucking votes, so especially I, I if you knew you were swing. The thing if you is, knew is black that, people would swing. Yo, I, think, I think that's a problem. They don't know that we're, we're willing to swing. But right now, because they're you're whose not. fault is that? Because yeah, you're no, not. I know. That's true. That's what I'm saying. It is true. But I'm saying they, need to they, do it. they already tap hey. dance for our vote. So Say again? Ma- they already tap dance for our but vote. But they don't for bro. the primary. Yeah, come on. They like in South Carolina, they were shucking and jiving. You had that guy dancing to fucking juvenile, back that ass up. You had Biden. He was like his whole. Hey, maybe life Biden is wrong. Safe. Maybe if you don't vote for Trump, you ain't black. Maybe that's Ooh. the black move is voting for Trump. Swing that election, yo. Real talk, bro. Yeah, but the funniest thing that people didn't miss in that interview, um, <laughs> Charla asked him about like his black agenda. And he's like, yeah, you haven't seen my black agenda, the black manifesto. So he called it he the got, black manifesto. He got the dog. name of his black agenda wrong. It's called Lift Every Voice. And he called it the black manifesto. <laughs> like That's nobody so caught funny. that. That's so funny. I mean, I don't think anybody knew what the fuck his black agenda was. Yeah, and what know. was his black agenda? And look, here's the reality. Probably some vague ass. No black there. agenda is going to be good enough. Yeah, because know. you don't want you want to know why? It's because who said the 40 acres and a mule thing back in the day? Shit. First of all, let's be honest. <laughs> back in the day, that would have been <laughs> No, no, no. But let's that be honest. I hear a lot of black people talking about, I want the 40 acres and a mule. Figuratively. Y'all don't know what to do with a mule. That's like the mule. What do you do with a mule, y'all? Y'all don't know what to do with a mule. mule. <laughs> how about a, how about a make, Ford Pinto? You how about make, that instead of a mule? We'll get you. You're going to make one oxtail. <laughs> you're going to call you're going to call Kamala Harris Jamaican ass over like, yo, how we cook up this mule, man? You're going to make one meal out of that mule and then that shit going to be done. You give us all meals, the next milk every white person is going to be drinking is mule milk. Mule milk. <laughs> what? That's what it's going to do. We'll find a way. Let's be honest, We'll bro. find a way. So. Let's be honest. 40 acres and a mule, dog? I mean. One mule for 40 acres? What? what? Yeah, yeah. That's actually, know. that was a raw deal back then. How you gonna get one mule to go over forty acres? I don't even know how what fast a mule did they think looks black like. people so. were. <laughs> how good did they think black people were at farming? And they're like, nah, just get one mule. They will handle this shit. Oh man! Each black person was gonna get forty acres and a mule. So. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That's an amazing deal, bro. Yeah, we still waiting. But who said no to it? What happened? White people just was there like a paper no, sign? White people yeah. just didn't just didn't give it. Are you sure? Yes. 
Yes, that's why we're still. I think, I think and we're this is how brilliant it, y'all are. Oh. This is how brilliant white people are marketing wise. Is they promised that and never gave it, and then if you do that to somebody else, you're called an Indian giver. How the fuck is it not a white giver? Son, where do you think we learned it from? Them fucking Indians, bro. Now we talk you down up front. Say what? We talk you down up front and no, then we pay what we promise. it's not you the Indian. <laughs> you dumbass. You thought yeah. it was about y'all? You thought Indian giving was you? No, it's the feathers, dog. What, what did they promise? They We sold, we got Manhattan for the fucking beads and, a fe- and uh, yeah. whatever. Five dollars and a fucking half a mule. Exactly, right? Yeah. Half a mule. And then they were like, oh no, that's our land. We buried our ancestors. No, we give a fuck. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yo, that's another thing we gotta talk about. They always love to talk about, oh, this is an ancestral burial ground. It's like back in the day, you just buried somewhere where they died. Did you? Nah, it was like a cemetery. They didn't have no fucking cemetery. Like they would bury all the people in the same spot. How do you know that? Because there'll be mad bodies in the same spot. What you mean? I don't. Th- I think because you live there. What you gonna take them down this to the some, next town? I, I don't think he's wrong. I'm not sure he's wrong. I just but don't, we'd have to look no, up. No, no, no. But look. But before we get the facts, let's just talk. Because we so all like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's have fun, right? So like, so like, so so this is what I'm trying to say is like people act like there's some sort of ownership of land because you buried a motherfucker there. But like you just buried a dude where he died or close. Nice. Yes, dude. Nice. Think about how many white people died and you buried your uncle, your cousin, your grandfather in the backyard and then you sold that land. Well, that's no longer yeah, but it's his. It's not just one body, it'll be a bunch of bodies. I don't hey, but, dog. But cemeteries are some shit y'all do too. We and invented anybody, cemeteries. And ain't nobody building. Matter of fact, in Manhattan, in Wall Street, yeah. there's yeah. just this random plot of land that you can't build on because it's a white cemetery white people are buried there that's different i'm not talking about i'm not talking about where white people are buried bro that's where ghosts come from you don't want to fuck with them okay ain't no my no black ghosts out there no indian ghosts bro why did no indian ghosts bro we burn the body get the fuck out say again we burn the bodies we all cremated ain't nothing to hang around i guess you're right you can't burn the soul Nah, man, we just we go to the next life. We're chilling. Okay. But that's let's think why, about actually, that. Because we got reincarnation. We got the next life. Oh, we that's right. You're in. already on it. You want to the next in. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White people, we didn't think about that. No, you didn't. So, hit that, that you was. You had a, the foresight of the other Indians on that one. You really didn't that? think that shit through. What, the other Indians? Yeah, when they, they made weren't that thinking, deal. bro. Oh, bro. And everybody look at that. I got to look more into these Native Americans. They needed some Jewish lawyers to look over that contract, to be Son. honest with you. <laughs> Did they? Did they? So, they helped a lot. <laughs> land deals and you ain't had no Jewish lawyer come on other but idiots? here's the thing what's funny is somebody had this joke about this where like they thought they were getting over on us yeah so that hell. makes them scumbags cause they had no idea of ownership of land yeah right so they're like wait a minute these idiots are gonna give us some fucking beads and a necklace to have this land that nobody's allowed to own anyway haha <laughs> stupid yeah so they thought they were ripping off us off yeah, yeah. so that's karma <laughs> you got God dummy <laughs> right on some level you can't feel bad because they thought they were ripping like both of us walked out of that deal like fucking idiots <laughs> <laughs> right yeah no you can't say i'm wrong that. on that there's one that. okay so that. then there's this thing about the burial ground you can't make a casino on this land because it's an ancient burial ground my thought point is as long as there were humans living in an area there's going to be someone buried there get over that shit yeah, but white people do that shit too. Is my point. <laughs> but what are you talking Y'all about? Y'all got burial grounds. You don't. We build don't have on. the They're same rules. Cemeteries. Yeah. We don't have the same rules, bro. It's different. Honestly, in all, can I be completely honest with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. 
I think we should dig up all cemeteries. I think it's a wild, like it's wild. Y'all it's, just bury shit and then just land. Dig it up. Dig it up. Dig it up. It's fucking bones. I'm not out saying there. that we have to burn them all. I don't know what happens, but I think it is egregious. It's a I think wild, there's a yo. lot of land being used for cemeteries. For what? I don't think they're keeping up with the amount of people dying. Some seems fishy because I don't Keep see cemeteries going, getting bigger. They're not getting bigger. The one in Queens, yeah, the one in Queens, been the same size, been the same number of fucking plots, but I always see more funerals. There. Here's a better question. I think they wait till all the family dies, and they, they scoop like, that motherfucker out. You're like, oh, we got a new lot, dog. Whoa, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. I think they see how many people come visit, and then if you don't come visit for a couple years, bye. Yo, hundred percent. That yep. shit is like Coco, and you got forgotten. When you it's got forgotten, for you, dog. it's you a wrap for you. Come on, don't bring that movie up, man. Yo, Come son, on, I watch this shit again. It's like, the best movie of the millennium. Think that about shit this. Shit is incredible. Think about this. Yeah. this is sad. Have you ever seen a construction site at the what is it called? The, the cemetery. cemetery. Okay, yeah. No. Like, think about this. Like, you see plots of land that are unused, and it says like a for sale sign. I ain't never seen no for sale sign at the funeral or at, at the cemetery. cemetery? Yeah. First of all. Do you buy it from the pre- people? That's, who owns the cemetery? So people own the land and decide to build a cemetery on it. I think. What kind of morbid happen. motherfuckers would do that? White ones. It can't be white guys. It got it. Wait a minute. Do you pay rent for that spot for the rest of your yeah, life? You buy the nah, plot. You buy the pay plot. once. Buy the plot. So they got land. They're landlords. These They're- dummies. You fucking dummy. <laughs> if I was them. Wait a minute. Can I buy someone who's dead? What the fuck? Where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if I buy enough of the plots, yeah. can I just build a house? <laughs> <laughs> yo, real talk. Yeah, you could. You could. If I bought enough plot, if I'm like, yo, my whole family's going to die, like, yo, respect, like, let me get that shit right. <laughs> and then I buy enough, and then I could just put a little fence up so I don't got to see none of these dead fucks. Yeah. And I hear all that weeping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if Yo, you when people go to the cemetery and they leave their little flowers and shit, <laughs> yeah, it's touching the sea. But like, if you're if you're in heaven, right? Yeah, and you're looking down. Mm-hmm. Do you think you feel different when they go to the, the 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 cemetery and they go to your stone, or if they're in the living room, like right before they watch the game, they're like, "Yo, I miss you." <laughs> No, nah, I think you feel different. Because the they're going out their way to do the it shit like that. Y'all some ladies with this effort shit. Why <laughs> everything about effort? Like, why is why is the effort doesn't matter when I go to work? So why is that not effort? Women are always right, right? What is this? Like, I want you to write a card. <laughs> Yo, what? what are you talking about? Write a card. Ain't nobody but there's effort. <laughs> Yo, why 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 women can't why is it somebody's fighting? I'm like I think it was some dreams that happened. I didn't talk about this. I didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about hey, ladies, effort hey, ladies, and again. I would just appreciate if you went through the effort of dreaming of me and shitting on you. <laughs> ladies, hey, listen, I just want to make sure that when I'm talking about ladies, I'm not talking about white women. Y'all never wrong. But everybody <laughs> else <laughs> Everybody else, we believe you white women. Don't worry about it. But everybody else, ladies. Listen, so oh explain to me the effort shit, right? Because like, for some reason, effort that, that like going to work is not effort. But like when you write a card, they're like, I just like the effort or like, oh, you went and got this specific thing or you made me a collage or like you went and found like my favorite pop tart. So like there's all these things, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm starting to believe it's not effort, it's just inconvenience, it's like that's what you equate love. Is like, is it bothersome? 
Yeah. Is that love being bothersome? Can I play devil's advocate and I mean devils? Go. Go. If your girl orders food for you or cooks food for you, yeah. which one means more? Whichever one tastes the better. The exact same. Real talk? Whichever one tastes better. The exact same. Wow. The exact same. Matter of fact, I'm going to get fucked up for even saying it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say it? No, no, no. Let me not say this the exact <laughs> same, dog. If I'm being t- completely honest, I really, I love the fact that she cooks because mm-hmm. my girl cooks all the time. Yeah. I love the fact that she cooks. It's great. The food is there, et cetera. It's amazing. Sometimes she orders in and she'll order in and she'll take it off the plate or take it out of the box and put it on the plate, Miss Doubtfire style. Yep. That shit is lit. What if you're eating out the box? Do you care? Honestly, I'm okay. You know what it is? It's like a struggle in America. It's that same 100 meter dash. Mm. If she cooks at home, Usain Bolt. Mm. You know, if she orders in Tim Montgomery, it's close. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who Tim Montgomery is. It's just another, re- yeah, it's no, just no, another thing. You know. I like it when she cooks, but if she was like, I'd rather just order in, I'm totally cool with that. I just yeah. like the fact that she put, uh, she like, oh, yeah. I just like the fact that she puts, what? <laughs> Son. The devil ain't always wrong. You know what I mean? And what do we say? Believe all women. Damn right. Oh, man. shit. Fuck, dude. You gotta believe him, bro. When they say it's the effort. Nah, it's not the effort. You I like to believe him, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> I, almost, I, almost, I almost said the thought. Oh, oh wow. That's even more gay. <laughs> shit. Oh, bro. Thought that counts. <laughs> yo, yo, I think I, yo, I think I get it now, yo. Because if my girl made the dinner, or she bought a super expensive dinner, it's really the fact that there was dinner there when I got home. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that she paid for it, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Right. And they would love a really, a really nice card or like a thoughtful date where mm-hmm. like you pay attention to a story she told you one time mm-hmm. and then like there was that there yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> and then <laughs> so i see okay i'm starting to understand a little bit now 36 i know that's shame, i know so. i ain't gonna do it <laughs> you're a real nigga that's why no i ain't gonna do it i ain't gonna do it my dad didn't do it there you go what, put in effort my dad would, he was so thorough in his convictions, bro. <laughs> I don't think he got my mom flowers on Mother's Day one time. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 no, really? That just wasn't his thing. Like, I think that just wasn't his thing. Yeah. See, but not that he didn't care, but he was just like, what's that about? Like, I love you every single day. Like, like what's yeah, the deal? Like, whatever you, you talk want. about your mom, she also seems very practical as well so she doesn't yeah, seem like she, she cares about that care. you're shorty on that man yeah <laughs> i think you gotta get some flowers on mother's day b even if she's not a mother yeah no 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 now i'm fucking thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> now i kind of understand it a little bit huh yeah do you do you care about that shit i i really think about it with just food 
But like with food, that shit makes sense, bro. Yeah. Like if you so, cook for me as opposed to getting me McDonald's. Yeah. So Mark told us the most fascinating thing before we started recording. Uh, it's incredible. His girl throughout the entire year incredible. takes notes on people when they're just talking about shit and like if they mention something that they want. Uh-huh. So then anytime their birthday or holiday comes around, she can go to her notes and get all the thoughtful things that that person actually wanted. Uh-huh. And she has notes about his family members. So when Mark didn't even know what to get his own family. She goes to her notes in her phone. So Mark looks like the thoughtful guy. Isn't that who got, fucking incredible? That's incredible, son. That's effort. I mean, that's yeah. That's gonna make for some great presents <laughs> that he gets credit for. I yeah. guess what I'm trying to say is, I think effort at work should also be calculated into the equation. I, I do like the way I see you trying to fight yeah. being a better boyfriend. I appreciate that. But do you me. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Like, effort is effort. Like 100%, yo. Women have 100%. a lot more effort to give because they're not working as much. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I be yeah. thinking that all the time. Like, you want gifts? <laughs> how about I work and you buy your own shit? How about that? That's how not we, a gift? How we just let that slide? <laughs> what do you say? Yo, wow. What do you say? I kind of heard it that made a lot shit. of sense. I'm still trying no, no. to make... No, I'm I made still... actually... He said... Um, if, women if, are... if we're going off Andrew's point where there's like a total... Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you fucking do that. You say it out. If there's a total amount of effort Shut up. That say it exactly how you said it. If... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it exactly how you said it. I'm trying to math this shit. Bro, I feel uncomfortable on the inside, bro. Women are... I think I just like... I don't feel right, bro. I feel like I just found out I'm a tranny or some shit. Like, <laughs> God damn, that shit feels real weird inside, man. I bro, I literally said, I literally had to stop myself before I said effort yeah. and then tried to correct it and then stop myself before I said put some thought. <laughs> Oof, Son, dude, this is harsh, man. Son, if I get, I'm so gay. If I get gifts, I literally tell her I, it's a thought that counts. Dog, y'all seen The Sixth Sense? Yeah, <laughs> this shit. This is what it feels like, bro. <laughs> I see women. You know what I mean? Like when you feel, fuck, dog. I see them, dog. I really I see, see feelings. I see them, dog. I get it. I know it's horrifying, right? It's horrifying, bro. Also, you know, a problem with our career is that we have too much fun for it to be work. They don't like, think it's they work. Don't think you got to train them to know it's work. Wait, what? Do man, <laughs> yo, <laughs> you got to. Oh, you got to really. Wait. You got to really make them understand. And my homie said this. Shouts to Oni Perez with his girl. They broke up, so maybe it was a bad idea. <laughs> but literally every time she'd be like, "Oh, are you gonna go out for shows?" He'd be like, "No, I'm gonna go out for work." And every time it became, "Oh, okay, he's going out for work." You got to understand. Just as we enjoy our job, doesn't mean we don't work hard at it. Doesn't mean it's not hard. Doesn't mean we don't put everything into it. Not this shit mad easy, bro. <laughs> Your job sucks and our job's stupid. We can have fun and dance all day if we want. Guess who buying another YSL? Cut that shit. Cut that whole shit. It could be bad (laughs) edits. So it's gonna be another designer bag sitting on the side of the room right in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh shit! Another- nah, bro, we had a great fucking system where we just buy the shit, and that was worth it. Yep. Because the effort we put in, but I think back in the day our jobs used to suck. Yeah. Working you know in what factories. I mean? Work in a factory, go to war. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That was effort. War, bro. Not sitting in a fucking lounge chair and talk about 
how white bitches complaining. What'd you do at work today, babe? <laughs> <laughs> what was your tough? How much? Yeah, you know what's crazier? You what do you do at work? So much of my job is just complaining about her. <laughs> like, <laughs> What'd you do at work today? Eh, we smoked some maybe weed. We might have smoked some maybe it was weed, maybe it wasn't. That's what we did at work today. Oh, man. <laughs> jealous! <laughs> you fucking jealous! Uh, no, but that shit is work. That's why we can't be as good of boyfriends. Is that it? How my my We mic- busy, yo. What? We busy. You travel before. Oh, my God. You travel before uh, Corona every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend I was on the road, bro. I had to go to fucking Hawaii, hang out on the beach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was crazy out there, bro. You so. bring her back a souvenir. Dog, I even had to go on stage for a whole hour and <laughs> be showered with love, dog. How the fuck could I do that, bro? Hey, look, talk, it's hard to be a good boyfriend when you get showered with love everywhere else. Yo, facts. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm full. Yo, we be lying our girls about the effort, man. <laughs> In the work, I really do say that shit to my girl. There, I'm working sixty hours a week. I'm mostly eating granola bars. Right? <laughs> I'm mostly eating granola bars in that room, right? Like that's mo- the majority of those sixty hours is granola bars, bro. Oh, bro. Nah, you, man. Do you ever pretend? Nah, to be we exhausted? anesthesiologists out here. Say what? <laughs> we like anesthesiology. What does that mean? Somebody said back when I was gonna pretend I was gonna be a doctor. You're talking about anesthesia, it's five yeah, minutes yeah. of sheer. Everybody said it's the easiest job. He's like, it's five minutes of extreme pressure and terror, yeah, yeah. and the rest of the time you're chilling. Every surgery, though, those five minutes, you could kill somebody. Right. It's mad high stakes. That's Our job what we is, are, you're saying? It's, yeah, we're like that, but clowns. Yo. Mad high stakes, short periods of time, a lot of pressure. Right, but also we're like that with no stakes. <laughs> yeah, like with no pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're just not like we're like toll booth operators, son. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's really what we are. We just sitting here all day. Nah, bro. Chilling. Honestly, no, we're nothing like them. We got better hours. <laughs> yeah, that's fact. What were you saying? And we're Mark? inside. <laughs> but you ever come home and like pretend to be super stressed out and like really exhausted, just to, like give no, the I get stressed and now I'm starting to wonder why. <laughs> Because we're putting it on ourselves. Nah, life is good, yo. Life is good. We out here complaining. So you're going to start giving effort now? No. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to start giving effort, but... You, you fucked up your excuse to not give effort. I fucked up my excuse, dude. I did not realize. I did not realize that I value the effort, but I'm very grateful. I show my gratitude. I do show my gratitude, bro. I do. I do. I come home. I I give her a big kiss and I grab her butt cheeks and I open them and close them real quick. <laughs> Just go like that. Oh, and then and then we have a nice dinner, man. And I'm very grateful and I say thank you all the time. That's a good point. Sounds like an even trade. What, what does effort look like for a guy? For girls, it's really easy to do effort. Yeah. But like, what could a guy do that's effort? Like, I think it's making money. Yeah. Also, remembering her stories. That shit is hard as fuck. What? (laughs) Remembering her stories. Like, thinking about her story and being like, bringing that up in a dinner. You remember them shit? That's a fucking miracle, dog. Yeah, it's a miracle. That's not effort. That's like saying, like, lifting a car is effort. It's like, when she said, do you remember when I told you about every time I'm like, there's no fucking chance. How would I remember? And then when I do, I'm just like, oh, thank God. Oh, we're good. I'm good for another year off of this one. 
Son, I feel very uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> My whole world got flipped, turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute. Just <laughs> <laughs> sit right there. <laughs> sit right there. <laughs> Dude, man, this is crazy. I get it now. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I don't want to change my ways. You don't gotta. I don't gotta. No, but you also fucked up letting everybody know how easy our job is. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope it was worth it. <clears throat> Fuck. You have five minutes of content. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say we got a hard job though, bro. Them motherfuckers have got hard jobs yeah, out there. Yeah, dog. we're Americans struggling. That that's a fair point. Say again. We're doing the thing where we're complaining about a great life like America's. Yeah. Like, like we just get to kick it all day. We're like firemen, you know? I don't know, man. I don't even know where to go from here. What else can we talk about? Like, I'm like, I'm honestly shell shocked from that realization. Yo, our girls told us our jobs weren't hard. Should have believed all women. We should have fucking believed all women, dog. It isn't hard. You know what it is? It's not hard. How do I say this? You know how people are like, oh my God, like doing stand up, that's the craziest thing. I would never want to do that. Yeah. Right? That's the hardest thing in the world. Like every person you'll ever meet that doesn't do stand up tells you that your job is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. I would sit down with Elon Musk. I guarantee Elon Musk would be like, I could never do stand up. That's the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. I guarantee. I don't know if it's the hardest thing, but I think the fear factor is so great for people that they assume it's that hard. And I think you have to calculate the fear factor. It's almost like like rock climbing, it can't be that hard because white guys do it good. <laughs> That's true. You know, athletically, you know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be that hard. You know, as the only sports white people thrive in is one black people are scared to do. Mm. We either price you out or we extreme you out. Yeah. That's yeah, how it works. Pricing out is a good one, too. Hockey, Price you out, extreme you out. Hockey, lacrosse. Anything with a horse. Oh, <laughs> right? Anything with a horse. Or a mule. Or a mule, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Dude, for real. So it's like, yeah, I just can't. Yeah, like. It's, it's like his anesthesiologist analogy. It's, um, it's high stakes when you're on. When you're on stage, and bombing is miserable. And bombing like, it's hard. Fucking, that's, that's the thing everybody's afraid blow of. Dog. Yeah, they're afraid of that public humiliation. Yeah, and yeah, so there's a fear factor that's been attached to it that and, we're willing to put up with. And anesthesiologists, they're afraid they can kill every person, but really, it's just doing a math problem that yeah. they've been trained to do, and they've is done that, it multiple times. But is that on the anesthesiologist? Like, if the anest- if the person dies, that's not on them. You just give them the same anesthesia. That's, yeah, that's but they one just like could get fucked up. They just checked exactly how much you gave them. Was it the correct procedure and all that type of shit? So yeah. it's like, if you fuck up one mathematical equation and kill somebody, and then they see that, hey, you fucked up, then that, that's on yeah, you. Yeah, if you make a mistake, it's a very high-stakes mistake. Yeah. I'm, then they could sue, yeah. and then you, you have to pay a lot. Yeah. But it's the same anesthesia, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I guess depending different on... Types. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. You thought it was just one drug to... <laughs> it's just anesthesia drug. I'm going to be honest. I thought it was called anesthesia. <laughs> it's called anesthesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's not the name of the drug? No, no. different types. What's the name of the drug? Like, there's different types. It's like propovol. That's the one that That's MJ died Son, from. I was on that shit for uh, 10 minutes, bro. I was, oh, you were? Son, it was the best in the world. Really? Yeah, the best I've ever felt in my life. I was so happy. And that's how motherfuckers get hooked on that shit. He best, wanted. Yeah. He, imagine if you start chasing that. 
Like MJ would. Yeah. And the only reason I the only reason I'm not addicted is because I know it killed MJ. Otherwise, I'd be like, let's keep doing this. <laughs> Yo, that's the thing. What a party. Like, you know, happiness is just a fucking push button. Oh away. God! Yikes! Oh God! This is taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> I'm really going. This, through this is a rough right episode. For me. <laughs> this is a rough yeah, right. episode for me emotionally, man. I was not ready for it. About All right, let's take a break for a second, pay some bills, guys. Uh, Father's Day is around the corner, ladies. Father's Day is around the corner. Um. This is a gift for not only your father, but your mother as well, okay? Your dad probably has one of these disgusting huge bushes that your mom's been probably having moved that <laughs> hair out of the way to suck on his, your dad's dick, oh okay? That's what's probably had to happen, to suck on your dad's dick. She's had to move this bush right out of the way for years, for decades, actually, okay? You owe it to your mother, and you owe it to your father. Maybe your dad's single. Maybe he's out there on Tinder. Maybe he's out there on Grinder. We don't know what your dad's Maybe doing. Maybe he's not getting as much head as he should because he doesn't know that in current days you got to groom down there. You got to groom down there. You got to make it look good. You got to make it look big. You got to make it look thick. Okay? Tuck that thing in. We want that little fro down there. Scotty Pips. You want to turn that dick to Scotty Pips. Instead of that shit looking like a used up Brillo pad. Yeah, you should look like Ben Wallace. <laughs> okay? You need to go Scott. You need to go from Ben Wallace to Scotty Pips. Okay? Oh, Manscaped. West ass pubes. That's right. <laughs> Manscaped.com is, is going to be what takes you there. It is the best in men's grooming. Okay. They got the, the lawnmower 3.0 now. I mean, there's so many different versions, but the perfect package 3.0 Manscaped is the number one recommended gift all year long. Okay. Comes with the lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This is the third generation trimmer that they have. Okay. Cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents on any part of the body, chest hair, back hair. You got to look no further, guys. I'm telling you, you could use it for all these other parts of the body, but let's be honest. We know what you're using it for. Okay, you trim down them pubes, you're getting that thing in performance shape. You want that dick looking like an F1 car down there, and you can do it with Manscaped. You deserve to bust out of this quarantine because we're about to go out there in the world, and you know these ladies are going to be horny, okay? You know all those Tinder dates you got lined up. You know those hinge dates you got lined up. You know everything that you got lined up is about to be ready to go, so make sure you're ready to go. Get your body in shape, and by doing that, you trim up them balls. Get it looking good. Okay, manscaped.com. All you got to do is use the code flagrant2, manscaped.com, flagrant2, you get 20% off and free shipping. Flagrant2, manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. Go there right now. Let's get back to the show. Let's talk about Khloe Kardashian's new face. Yo, you seen this bitch? I don't know why we're like surprised at Kardashian surgery. It's Does just, anybody understand why that this is news every single time? They get surgery. They get carved up. That's what they do. Why is this news? It's just shocking at first. It's like Facebook updates. Remember way back in the day when Facebook would change everything <laughs> and you'd be like, what the fuck is this? And then you get used to it and yeah. like that. And then when it changed it the next time, you're like, what the fuck is this? The new operating system. That's Kardashian faces. Yeah. Yeah. You hate it initially, but then you're like, no, that was the right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Like, she looks like girl. Denise Richards. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, she looks undeniably better. Like, this is a thing we have to talk about with plastic surgery with women, right? They have the ability, especially these girls, right? They, I mean, like, their job is to be attractive and have a cool lifestyle yeah, for wasn't. a living. It didn't start that way. Her job was to be the funny fat friend. Was to be the funny fat friend, right? And then, but reality is a lot of, like, women that don't have, like, a skill 
in yeah. entertainment, their job is to have a cool lifestyle and be attractive. Yeah. Right. And the cooler the lifestyle and the more attractive, the more followers they get. Mm -hmm. And then the more money they make, mm -hmm. right? Because they'll get different sponsorship opportunities. They want to be brand ambassadors for these other companies, et cetera. So it completely behooves them to invest in how they look. If that means carving up their fucking face, it actually makes sense. Matter of fact, any girl who wants to be in entertainment that doesn't carve up their face is kind of a fucking idiot. It's like a basketball player that doesn't exercise. It's like, hey, you could jog more and then have your legs in the, you know, in the um, fourth quarter and then yeah. be able to score more points and then you could potentially win yeah. or you could not. And choosing not to, to be natural, it's almost like you're a fucking idiot in their field. Like if you're going to be a cyclist, you got to use EPO. If you're going to be cyclist, you got to dope. You cannot win without doping. Even now, they try to clean up the sport. You, you got to dope. That's the name of the game. Yeah. If you're a weightlifter, you got to use steroids. Everybody uses it. Paying college players. If you want to, if you want to be a successful college basketball team, nine out of ten coaches team, pay players, and the others in last place. That's mm. the same. So that's perfectly right. So it's like, of course they're going to do it. And to be honest, think about how quick it is for a girl. You get a surgery on your face. You get new tits. You get new ass. You're spending such a small amount of money to increase your value in your world. Imagine you or I could spend five thousand dollars. To be 10 times funnier. Yeah. 10x funny. You think men wouldn't invest in that? You out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Valid. 10x funny? Yeah. <laughs> I do think it looks a little weird. Like, the amount of her face that's missing is crazy. Like, look how much of her face is yeah. just She gone. took out all the OJ from her face. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but realistically... That was the part that should have gone. <laughs> she finally looks like Caitlyn's daughter. <laughs> yeah, she definitely looks more like a Kardashian. You think yeah. they went or to the same surgeon? What, OJ and... Uh, no, Caitlyn no. and... Uh, Caitlyn and Chloe. Oh, yeah. I think they just got one for the fam. I mean, all the, the teeth, everything is done. But she looks undeniably better. You can't deny it. Yeah, but it still looks weird. Like, Say sometimes again? you see a bitch that looks like so fake that it's weird. So here's the thing. I'm with My you on My line that. is much earlier than most dudes I'm starting to realize, but... I'm with you on this. Yeah. They look weird. Yeah. But here's the question we need to ask ourselves. Is weird better than ugly? Hmm. It's not is weird better than hot because they weren't hot. Mm -hmm. Is weird better than ugly? And a lot of times these girls morph their face so they become weird. But the weird is actually more attractive than they were. So they'll take the looks because at least they're getting looks. I think the issue with that, though, is that you're neglecting that there's no negative side effects from plastic surgery. There are no. <clears throat> no, I mean, you could have like you age weird or like it costs money. You have to like keep touching it up over Sunday time. White, or, like, they all age weird. Nerve loss or like you get like <laughs> paralysis. Like Al's last two sentences were very funny. <laughs> You're neglecting the negative side effects. There are none. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what, what you're saying, what like you're saying might be true, but like, let's be honest. Like, I don't think a Kardashian is going to get her face paralyzed. Like, probably not. And in terms of like aging weird, they're going to do this as they get, women just get plastic surgery as they get old. Now, this is the new normal. Like, if you have the, the enough money to afford it, you get it. I don't think there's one woman that is aging naturally that is under... 60 years old now 
Can we name one who's just like, fuck it, I'm going to age national? Meryl Streep? about actual going under, cutting up face, or are you talking about like Botox? Botox included. But then isn't yeah, that crazy yeah, yeah, how no, we like no, separate yeah. that? Like, yeah. how crazy is that that right now we're going, well, it's just Botox. There yeah. was a time where you got Botox and it was yeah, like, it was like, that was whoa, a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. You're you're injecting a fucking poison into your face that freezes <laughs> your skin. And now that's like, oh yeah, it's just Botox. Yeah. Dude, there are guys that do Botox. Yeah. We know one of the guys when we went out that we went down at fuck uh Arizona. Oh my god, I Australia. just texted him the other day. The Arizona guy or Australia? Yeah, the Arizona guy. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I just my bad. I know you're listening. I forgot your name. My bad. But um Tyler. But and basically he was doing Botox for dudes. Dude got I don't Botox. think you need to remember that guy's name. Say again? I think he's happy you don't remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I should shout out. No, but his business is flourishing because of it. But yeah. that isn't that great? Like that's just normal. Like all of our girlfriends yeah. right now are gonna expect to get tox. Hundred percent. You could act like your girl's not. I would put a hundred thousand dollars on I'm the not fact that the she's bet. gonna get it. I'm not taking that bet. Yeah, to me, nah. the line is like invasiveness i guess like if it's you're fucking cutting things and i was oh, botox makes me a little uncomfortable because it's an injection but it's different when it's surgery yo and- so here's the thing the better the surgery gets the less invasive, invasive it gets oh, remember back in the day the nose job was you chop away at the nose and hack away and all this shit mm-hmm. now they got this thing where they just squeeze excuse me they put filler the same i don't know if it's the same filler that they put in your cheeks and that kind of stuff but they put filler and they can reshape your nose with filler Wow. So let's say you have like a like a, a round nose. Yeah. They actually fill in the top part so it looks like it's just going straight down. Huh. So all this shit is getting way better. Obviously, initially when plastic surgery started, I assume it started probably after uh, uh, one of the wars. And this is my assumption. It probably happened after one. You have all these people that were like super maimed from things that happened in war. Yeah. And they're like trying to carve you back to life. That's what I'm assuming. And then eventually people are like, oh, that kind of works. Let me do that on this. Mm-hmm. It's going to evolve and it's going to get so it's going to get so good that the procedure is going to be so minor. You're like, why would I not get that? You know, what's going to end up. So we talk about um, like with genetic testing or whatever genetic um, modification. You can make like a super baby and we're all just going to have these babies that have the perfect genes. Yeah. We're just going to be able to do that retroactively with surgery, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, yeah, you're already born and that technology doesn't exist to do it before. But, yep. well, you get surgery, look however you want to look. Yeah. And should you? Should you maximize your life? Yeah, and it's also in a sense. So it's going to be like, well, then what? We're all just going to end up looking great and looking the same, and then what's? And, and then it like levels shit out. We'll yeah. find somebody, you know, some other way to create a hierarchy. Yeah. But it is interesting that you got all these naturally pretty bitches like fucking Alicia Keys going, "Well, let's be natural." It's like, bitch, you look good natural. Yeah, not everybody looks good natural. Yeah. Not everybody looks good without makeup. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like LeBron literally going, you know, guys, we should just you know stop lifting weights. Or Zion going, oh, why are we doing this shit? Why are we putting so much effort into our bodies? It's like, yeah, you won the fucking lottery. You're, it's no different than like white people saying, yeah, just obey the law. It's like white people, you get to yell at the cops as a white guy. Nobody's going to kill you when you yell at the cops. Not everybody else gets to do that That shit. That one I can't argue with. Weightlifting and shit though, to Mark's point, there's positive side effects only to weightlifting. Now when guys start using steroids and there's negative side effects with it, then we start looking at it like, bro, I don't know if you should do that. No, nah, you can still get hurt if you weightlift the wrong way. But generally speaking, it's much better for you to weightlift than not weightlift. Like mm-hmm. if two people are living their lives, you would say, hey, man, lift weights. True. You're not going to say two people living their lives. It's much healthier for you to get plastic surgery. Like just for your body and your soul and your mind and all that shit. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is when, when hot chicks preach this natural shit, they're doing it because it benefits them. 
they're like, yeah, I'm the hottest of the hot, yeah. so let's maintain this hierarchy so I don't have to do anymore. Right. But if you're an ugly chick, you're like, nah, fuck it, I'm coming for you, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Why should I live my life like this? I wonder I'm, how she feels when she looks in the mirror now. Like she has a completely different face. Like you can, mm. that looks like two separate people. That's where plastic surgery oh, is also a, scary. It's man. like something you grew up with your entire no, life. Now son, you look in the mirror and you see a different person looking back at you. That must and be. And I think weird. that's Here, where it goes. Here's where it is, though. Here's where it is. I think that women are so accustomed to how they look on Instagram and on Snapchat with the filters that their mind has started to morph to believe that's what they look like. I truly believe. That the perception nah. of self, I'm being 100% serious. May, no, it's possible. But in my mind, it, logically, it's like you look in a mirror way more than you look at your, yourself and on your you phone. You would think, nope. no. Nope. Every, their mirror is the phone. Their mirror is the phone. They only look at the phone. Their mirror is the phone. In their fucking... Uh, but you got to go through the process on your initial Instagram of adding the filters. Right, they're not. So the first thing you look at is you, and then you say, "Okay, I make myself look like this. I make myself look like this." As long as you spend no, no, more no, time, the filters are on already. Like Snapchat, Snapchat like starts. The filters on it while you're looking at the phone. And also think about it this way: so Why I'd be looking cute as fuck in yeah. my face? Yeah. Oh, think damn. about it. and honestly, that's why I think people use TikTok because I think TikTok morphs your face. I had some video that showed it, but I think oh, TikTok shit. actually morphs your face to make you look better looking. Mm. So, of course, you're wow. going to spend more time on this app that makes you look better than you do. That's right. a hot take. If people don't know about that shit, that's Some, a hot take. I have take a video right of there, a girl so. showing it. Like, she, like, caught the app. She kind of exposed the app in a weird way, but... Nobody's going to care. But that's yeah. genius. Of course, yeah. it's brilliant. Make genius. everybody better looking. So now you're looking at better looking people. What, you have some facts? No, it's like, this is a similar thing that happened with, like, dressing rooms. Like, where all of a sudden they started slimming putting, mirrors like, and all that. way nicer mirrors. Like, they put slimming mirrors, the best uh, lighting. So, do you ever go to a grocery store to fruit look mad good? Yeah, that's a good point. They, they got the house? light and the water on the fruit. Oh, the water, boy. The water's on the <laughs> fruit. That that shit. Delicious, you take it to yo. your house and it looks nasty. Dry as fuck. Asbestos all over the place. Asbestos? <laughs> I, I don't know. Hey, building inspector, yo. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> Point is, is why wouldn't you want to look at the better looking thing? And now it's an option. You're going to look. Here's where I think plastic surgery ends up a lot of times, though, because a lot of. Well, you could say she looks better, but a lot of people, they get a little bit of plastic surgery and you're like, oh, yeah, they look better. And then they get, keep getting it and getting it. And, getting it, and then you're like, well, what the fuck am I looking at at a certain point? Because if you can just constantly change things you don't like about yourself, you're going to say, oh, I'll change this thing. Yep. And then be like, all right, change that. I don't like this. I'm still not happy. Let me change this. It's like and tattoos. It's, one thing at a time. Yeah. it's tattoos. Like but tattoos I, are cool initially, and then the people that keep on getting the tattoos, you're like, yo, like. And chill with the most fuck people, out. there's a tipping point where it's like, ah, oh, this is what the fuck am I looking mm. at? I would say the Kardashians. That's one thing they do a good job of, like stopping at their limit and shit. Because no. Kylie got hot and just stayed it. She, I, I don't see her keep tweaking, and unless she's tweaking to just maintain the hot. She does a great job of it. Yeah. Kim, I know, has gotten mad surgeries, but she still looks good. Like she has like over surgery done. I, I I understand what Al's saying, and I and I can agree with Al. It's like I think they look as if they've had work done, but they don't look as exaggerated as some of these Hollywood types that like have turned into. Yeah. I feel like Kim is looking balls. like that, and I also think Kylie's young. It also starts as you age and you get more and more work done. Hmm. You're because she Kylie's not going to be content when she age. She's not going to age like that. As she ages, she's going to get more and more work done. When she's twenty right now, right? Of course, the bitch. I'm just saying, why would you not, bro? Like, it makes no. But there's a tipping point where it's like, what the fuck is this? What am I looking at? Yeah. All you have to make sure is 
at that point, you're better looking than you would be if you age naturally. And I think there's a point where it's not. Like, sometimes, you're stuck with it. Sometimes. I think, I, think, I think back in the day, it used to be that way, but I think now it's way different. I think you're looking at way different surgery now. So it's like a Jennifer Anderson who's probably had work for the last 20 years. Yeah. She's still looking good, bro. For 50 years old or something like that. J-Lo out here, 50, looking amazing. J-Lo you don't think she great. Has? Jennifer Anderson, I'm like, just, just get old. Yeah, but here's the thing. You don't think J-Lo's had work done? J-Lo, that's what I'm saying. J-Lo's work. That's the new that work. Great. That's yeah, the new that work. work. When you don't look like you had work, that is the new and, work. And when you're going to the best doctors that are only doing the minimal stuff to maintain what you have, it's going to continue to look natural. And it's only going to get better from here. By the time we're that age, you realize how fucking amazing this shit is going to be. And I guarantee you, guys are going to do it. Gonna, gonna, yeah, within the next five get. years, guys are doing Botox. Yeah. Every guy will do Botox within the next five years. As they get older, they're already doing now, but it's like under under wraps. I feel like you're thinking about getting Botox. No, it's not even a question. <laughs> so it's, like, it's not even a question. So, <laughs> not even a question. Why did you gonna fight me on that? No, 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 it's not even a question. Every guy will get it within five years. All right, but he was debating not getting it in, when we were in Arizona. But you said you like the character. The I like in your face. I like age on my face because I think it shows character. Like I, I, I like agree. laugh lines because I've laughed and yeah. I want to enjoy laughing. Hundred percent. That being said. If it looked like I've been giggling too much, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't be coming home. My girl's like, I've been putting an effort today. She's like, I can see on your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think yeah, there is. I think it's just personal preference. Cause like me, I'm still, I'm more like leaning how Akash is. Like, I don't really like it. Like, I, it's appealing to look at on Instagram, but when I see him in person, it's like, I don't really like the that's girls the other, that got the fake stuff. That's the other tricky thing. With it you. doesn't yeah. hold up in person, y'all that we all, My only image of Khloe Kardashian is what her family and, like, press and PR team puts out to me. You know what I mean? Like, the only images I've seen of her face is, like, mad Photoshop. Like, who has no wrinkles on their forehead? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's all super Photoshopped and, like, produced. Yeah. So it's tough to know what's actually real. Yeah. So 100%. Like, yeah, it makes me like uncomfortable to look at. Like, yo, that's a lot. Like, like, look how much her face they just took off. The surgery might be good, but it also might just be like photo tricks and shit. It's tough to it's know. It's definitely yeah. photo tricks and all that kind of shit. It's just a different, we got to look at it different, man. It's like, this is their business. Their business is looking beautiful. Yeah. And they're going to do whatever they can to have a competitive advantage in that. And most women, and this could be unfortunate, but most women a significant percentage of their value as a young single woman is tied into their looks, right? It will give them advantages, not only in terms of meeting a guy, fuck a guy, in terms of getting if you're a, a job, fe- dog. And if like, you're a female salesperson and you're hot, guys will buy anything from you. Son, son all, these, all these medical sales chicks, yeah. all smoke shows coming yeah. in the little school. Even like the beer and liquor distributors back when I used to manage restaurants, mm. there would always be some hot chick in a fucking short skirt. Medical sales is actually the fucking move if you're a woman who's hot because yeah. you're going to make a lot of sales because you're hot and you could potentially get you a doctor because you're hot. You're meeting them. So, you know what I mean? You're hot. You're in their face. You're selling them shit. It's, it is a huge competitive advantage being attractive. You want to get a, re- a job at a restaurant. And it's like being a respectable groupie. An ugly chick, right? It's hard, dog. You're not going to be the maitre d'. Do you think you're going to be the maitre d'? Yeah. No, right? You're not going to be the maitre d'. You're not going to be, you might not even be a fucking waitress, dude. It's, I do not blame girls to do it. That's all I'm saying. I I empathize with them. Like, it's easy to just go, oh, these girls are so fake. It's like, yeah, well, we've created a society where they fucking have to be in order to function in front of it. It's kind of shitty. I yeah, I bro. think they push that society forward also is is a thing. Like, the Yeah, but they're only going to do what we reward. 
just like us. It's like we're out here in fucking skinny jeans with rips in them and all that kind of shit because that's what these girls are rewarded, right? We wouldn't dress like that unless they rewarded it. We saw some, we saw a girl that we thought was hot fuck a guy that wore some stupid shit and then we were like, all right, I guess I got to wear that to fuck those girls. I'm, I'm building this argument as I make it, so maybe it sucks. Isn't there a line with us though? Like when, when Comedy Central, rest in peace, was <laughs> giving specials to everybody who was like super oppressed and or trans or like this yeah. thing or that thing. We were just like, I'm not doing that. There was a line for us where society is rewarding this type of behavior. I'm not talking about society. I'm talking about getting pussy. Those are different things. Well, you, with the Kardashians, it's not about getting dick. It's about advancing in society. I'm talking about what we wear as men, though. Yeah, but when, if you're comparing it to the Kardashians, what I'm saying is for the, you're saying the Kardashians do this because society rewards it, not because they get better dick. I'm saying, well, I think they do get better dick. They and do. They're able to like hook up with these celebrities and that kind of stuff but like they, that and these yeah, athletes, et cetera. That pushes forward their, their, their brand, which is built on, oh, they're hot girls, right, et cetera. So right. like, if the idea is society rewards this behavior, that's why they do it. Right. For men, there's usually a line, I think, with most men, where society sure. rewards stuff to a certain degree, but it's like, yeah, we're not doing all that. We got our line. Yeah, I think everybody has a line, but I think your line moves with society. So as society rewards certain things, you're willing to do stuff that you probably made fun of. That's it's fair. like, we're all dressing in the exact same way. And to your point, their husband is the guy that's doing everything. He's them. Right. He's pushing things forward. But think about it, like we're all dressing in a way that we probably used to make fun of somebody. 100%. They dress like that. So like, look at our morals. They're fucking malleable as hell. Yeah. Like we used to clap. I, I wear a goddamn purse. Oh, yeah, that thing? The over-the-shoulder bag yeah, yeah. shit that my girl got me. It's a fucking purse. I would clown someone a month ago for that shit. Yeah. You know, so it's like, clearly shit is malleable. Clearly it's not etched in stone. And whatever becomes the acceptable form of dress, whatever becomes the acceptable form of attire, we're eventually going to gravitate towards it. And depending on how, you know, um, strict we are with our morals, we'll like dip our toe in the water or just fucking dive in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dip a toe. What are you smiling about? Nothing. No, what? Nothing, nothing. I don't want to talk about it on the pot. Why? <laughs> dip a toe in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dip, dip a toe in. That's what I say. Dip a toe in so you know you can get That's out. It's like a good segue, but I mean. Oh, what? He is his nail polish? You wore <laughs> Mark's oh, pinky Mark, nails. I thought you slammed your fucking pinky in a door or something like that. I didn't know so you painted it. I was just saying like that's how far we're willing to go like malleable because we would make fun of somebody who had their nails painted. Son. A boy had nails painted. I'm making fun of Mark. Yeah, I, no. I, well, I, mean, I Now it's becoming a thing. So now people do it and yeah. it's like, bro, I, when I was in college, I painted my fucking nails. Hundred percent. But all the, the only reason I did it is because I would be at a bar and some girl would be like, "Why'd you paint your nails?" Gotcha, bitch. Ah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's simple. Yeah. So, of course, I'm doing it because I'm thinking it's gonna get me some pussy. I'm telling you, man, we will do whatever is rewarded by the opposite sex, and you cannot deny that more people are gonna like her pictures because of the surgery she got. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I just again, I say, dip a toe in the water so you know you can hop out. It's an easy path. Are you jumping right. that motherfucker? You in? It's easy advice. <laughs> Mark, you in? You know I mean? No, no, but I hear you. I'm saying it's easy advice to give. That's the right advice to give. But would you do it in that situation? Like you've always told me, you're like, I'm ready to sell out. They want to give me the shit, I'll sell out. Yeah, they sell yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah, I say that as a joke more so. I think because when I see this kind of shit, man, I'm like, shut the fuck up, guys. You missed the. I'm ready to sell out. Yeah, I say that so in case I do sell out, you can't be like, what a liar. 
I mean, but I think about so that, that shit all the time. That means you are willing that to do it. That means you're yeah, willing to sell out. Do it. It's my prices. I feel like their price. You're good. You've got whatever you need. Like, and I guess it's all relative. But at a certain point, when I'm looking at half your face gone and bitch look like a doll, like like a blow up doll, I'm I don't want to go that far. Again, Let's yeah, yeah, we could we could move yeah. on. Again, we're not describing whether she's gone too far or not far. That that is not to do. It. We're describing why she's in this situation. Oh, I get no, I get, and why we're all in this sh- situation to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, it is interesting. It's like we should really never clown anything ever anybody wears ever because we are a few years away from wearing it ourselves. Yep. Yeah, and if you don't conform, you look even more goofy. Yeah. We're clowning Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete in the history, for wearing baggy pants. Yep. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, one of the greatest basketball players in history for wearing baggy pants. Who's more comfortable? You got your fucking kneecaps exploding out of your jeans right now. (laughs) Looking cute. They are more comfortable than us. When we go home, do we put on our tightest pair of jeans or what do we put on? Sweats. Baggy fucking pants. Mm. And we, here we are criticizing motherfuckers who dress every day like we do when we want to be comfy. Who's the fucking idiots? Yeah, I respect the guys who are just like, I wear what's comfortable. I know millionaires Shit. who wear sweatpants all the time, just out and about, never give a fuck about being fashionable. Those are the winners. They winning. We're not all them. Oh, fuck. All right, let's move on. Do we want to talk about this Doja Cat situation? I don't even understand don't what even a Doja Cat is. Understand it. I don't. Yeah, I don't even. I don't know what's going on. So I, I thought it was Amanda Seals. I had no. <laughs> clue. I had no clue what's happening. What, what is right now? Yeah, can you just bring All it right, down? So Doja Cat, she's some singer. Um, she's trending because she's a she rapper, was, ain't she? Singer rapper. Okay. You know how they mix it up nowadays. Okay. Um, so she was trending because she was on some video chat site talking to racists and laughing at the racist jokes. She talked about not wanting to be black, but at least she's thick. Um, and she had a song. With didn't do nothing and didn't do is called like a, didn't do nothing called didn't do nothing. It's uh so apparently she like talked about how she used to go into these incel chat rooms and she's still active in one of them like white racist dudes who nobody wants to fuck and they'll say all these hateful things and she's like I don't know why I'm so active in it but I am and like I will find myself participating in the, the hate a little bit and then she had a song called didn't do nothing d i n d u nothing n u f f i n and that's apparently a term these white people like these racist dudes will use whenever a black person gets killed by the cops and they'll i guess they're saying like oh that's how these black people talk he didn't do nothing and it's like that's what they used to make fun of it Ah. so she had that song title so people were jumping all over her and then people started defending her and then she came on ig and had an apology and it got very confusing it's people trying to cancel her people are saying we're sorry like and it's just an odd thing and i don't fully get i know what happened but i don't get it I'm 36. So she's half Jewish, half black or South African. But right. um, yeah, so it's just like as a black person, I hate saying this because it's like, yo, you're ashamed to be black and you should be proud to be whoever you are. And so it, it's I don't know if this is like a mentally ill situation or really she's just the same of her blackness. But regardless, it's like, fuck her. Do we know like how now she she's is? just like uh Early 20s, I believe. I got sympathy for people trying to, especially like biracial, mixed, whatever, trying to figure out your identity. I can understand how that's tough. And if you're, I don't know, man, I got, I don't like. Do black people listen to her music? she's 24. Um, she just started to get hot. So like she first popped on the scene with like this stupid silly song, I'm a cow, that girl. Yeah. Yeah. And so now she has a song with um, Nicki Minaj that was like number one on Billboard like 
two weeks ago, some shit like that. Okay. She also so had a like, tweet with the F word in it. So she almost got canceled like a couple of years ago. Old tweet got pulled up. She was saying the F word mad times in the tweet. Yeah. Is, she, is it possible that, and look, I'm just thinking best case scenario for all people uh, and playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that she's curious about identity and she's exploring identity by going into these chat rooms and like talking to these people and like, do you think she's trying to understand what this hate is? People's I don't think problem so because she's like laughing at yeah. racist jokes. Right. So she's going along with them like, I think she's saying like the hard R nigga in yeah. there or allowing them to call her that in the chats and shit like that. It's like, it just seems off. And then- um, It's off, for sure it's yeah. off. And she had like one thing where she actually, oh, this is like her in the chat room. Right. They don't say learned anything. anything new today, and I said, yeah, I learned if you sunk a dunker, you can be anybody. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Probably some racist shit, but. Right. But these are the chat rooms that she was in. But right. I've also heard people speculate that she was getting money from doing this. That, like, there was ways that she was getting paid from some of these guys, and they would hit her up, and she would, like, they would buy her stuff. I'm I sure. Mean, even if, like, that's so, how you want to make money. Right. So, but yeah. now it's not like she's like a self loathing black person and it's like she kind of pretends it or like does this thing just to get paid. Uh, Is another possibility. Not that it makes it better, but it like it, to me, it kind of like clears up her uh, agenda a little. I mean, if that was what she was doing, she's taking money from white racists. Like, isn't that good? Yeah, but <laughs> she's by enabling their, money from them. What? Well, by enabling their racist behavior. Right. But they were going to be racist before that, right? Yeah, but I mean, also it's, if they're it's giving about her how money, how money. racist are they? <laughs> it's, this, is, I, this whole thing is I weird. Haven't, like, he's decent I haven't looking. Heard that if you're, if nobody fucks you to the point that you call yourself involuntarily celibate, yeah, and a decent looking bitch, she's not cute to me. But if you're that guy, yeah. she's the fuck. She's a goddess. So maybe she's on there to disprove how racist they are. But also, maybe, racist nah. people will fetishize black people. Right. Uh, Chappelle true. had that great yeah. joke where he's like, uh, he's like, what is it? Uh, like slave owners fuck their slaves. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you look at you know? Pornhub surges, like the top Pornhub surges, like Mississippi and Alabama or like Ebony, <laughs> stuff like that. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, but like I, to me, she's just canceled. I, I didn't care about her regardless before this, but now it's like, ah, whatever. I don't need to ever hear your shit. Man. My assumption is that her fan base was never really black. I, I My feeling is... I mean, when you're a pop star, you have a mix. Right, but she's not like Boosie. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, my assumption that she was kind of, she had like a Tyler the Creator kind of audience where it was like a lot of like suburban white kids and maybe some suburban black kids, but it was mostly like a suburban, like uh, it was almost like anti-rap, anti-R&B, her stuff, and she mm. was kind of like a weirdo. I think whenever you perform high on any of these charts, the majority of your fans are white. Are going to be white. Going to be the so biggest percentage. I don't think they care about this. And at the end of the day, they're like, "Yo, I just mean, keep being quirky, she keep put being up weird." A huge apology twice. Yeah. So like, one, she puts out this long written apology, and then she got on a couple days later, IG made a Live, video right? talking about like, "Oh, I didn't show my breast because she promised to show her breast if she got a number one single." Yeah. And so she basically was trying to take the attention off of this whole racist shit by yeah. like talking about her tits. And it seemed to work a little bit because people aren't talking about the racist shit anymore. Yeah, it's a big racism week, huh? Yeah. A lot of shit going on this week in racism. Yeah. What do you think that's about? Do you think it like gets started with the Biden thing and then 
like I wonder how the media cycle works if that's what it is. It's like the Biden thing starts it and it's like, ooh, racism is popping. And then all of a sudden, do we seek out all these other racist things? Like we look at Jimmy Fallon in blackface and Jimmy Kimmel in blackface. Like we take that thing from 20, 40 years ago, whatever the fuck it is, we throw it back in. Like does it, beca- does it become the new trending topic, if you will? Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it's orchestrated that much. I kind of think it's just like that's always going to be a hot button topic. No, not so orchestrated. Not like someone going... Not like this someone going, week. hey, let's put all these stories out the same week. I think one thing like pops. Say again? <laughs> like Shark Week? <laughs> like Shark Week. Dark it's Week? Not, <laughs> it's not Dark Week. But, it, but it's like, I wonder if one thing pops and then all the different, not only people organically are searching for other racist shit that's fucked up, but networks are also searching for other racist shit because they're like, ooh, everybody's riled up about the race stuff. Let's double down. Let's put it out. You right get now. ratings off of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the minorities are just acting up. I but, consider that. But why? <laughs> but why? Just be annoying and stuff, you know? But like, what's going on? There's got to be a reason why this week. What's th- why is it this it was week? It's a big week in outrage. Huh? Big week in fake outrage. <laughs> but why? You might have said it. Like, motherfuckers are bored. Motherfuckers are bored. But I also think a story like this, this is like, it, it's so much drama. It's like this person that we thought was one way and we see. We There's get a little investigating her. to be done with yeah, this. There's like a always... timeline. I sent the, the article I sent, I finally found one that had like the timeline of how it happened and what she said. And, and it's like, you feel like you're putting something together, or like unearthing little pieces at a time. Jimmy yeah. Fallon didn't going to have the, the legs that this had because it was, oh, here's an old thing from 20 years ago. All right. Done. Doja Cat, there's always like little new pieces of information from the past yeah. being unearthed, and it just keeps. It's like how itself. big the the caller daddy barstool thing got. Like to me, I don't really understand it. I didn't either. My brother was like, "Dude, I didn't hear about it till your podcast," and then I started just reading about it nonstop. Yeah, it's just weird when there's like different. If it's a complex story, that's gonna have more legs than simple. Jimmy Fallon was hilarious once in his life. <laughs> yeah maybe the reason could be like if contact is like the antidote to racism like being in contact with people of other races and like that sort of like diffuses any sort of like racial animosity yeah the fact that people are locked in with only people that look like them and like not getting as much like interracial contact but you would think that would make people more racist not seek out more racism yeah exactly i think it's like it's like uh fueling like some racist animosity and people are starting to like point fingers and like trying to call people out and stuff hmm. maybe it's fueling a fire yeah, maybe it's possible. I don't I don't know. It just seems odd. But it has been like a lot of finger pointing and not all racist shit because even the Aisha Curry thing. What yeah. is that? The Aisha Curry like thing? Like she tweeted one time about like, oh, I like to keep myself covered and save, you know, my goodies for my loved one. And then she gets online and posts a picture in a bikini showing I mean, her she new was body waiting to shit. lose the baby weight. Yeah. That's the, yeah, they I always know. say that shit. They're like, oh, I want to be whatever yeah. when they're losing that weight. And the second they get it off, it's, it's let me show off this body. I mean, she looks great. Her body looks phenomenal, but yeah. um, it is weird. I don't know why she feels like she needs to show that. It's she's got a thing. She's got a void. She's got she, something she empty. Needed, she needs attention. She needs attention. If Steph had her ego, the Warriors would have fallen apart a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. He got the ego of a great basketball wife. She got the ego of fucking MJ. What is Savannah James? Does she have an Instagram? What is she posting, son? Oh, that's, I don't. That's the goat of basketball wives. She is, but like, what is her? We should look that up. Like, what are her posts? Is it all brawn? Like, can you look up Savannah James's Instagram, Mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I don't know, man. It's just Thank like you. a weird. It's it's just weird. You you almost feel for Steph, right? Because oh, I one hundred percent feel for Steph. Yeah, no, she she only oh, posts pictures of her stuff. kids. 
So Savannah's only posting pictures of her kids fucking and the family. Dope, She's yeah. in a fucking hoodie you and shit. You gotta scroll four times just to find a picture of her. Yeah. It's one picture out of like 30 so far that's only her. There's another on what seems and to be And Aisha's posting like, you know, bikini pics and then banana bread. And yeah. yeah it's yeah. a lot about like- <laughs> We get it, bitch. You cook. Yeah. Drew, you're your mom. What, you want credit for doing your job? <laughs> Do I take pictures of my paycheck every month? <laughs> Put it on Instagram? <laughs> fucking stupid ass bitch I hate this bitch Steph the quietest yeah. most deferential fucking great player of all time maybe and you can't keep your fucking mouth shut when he loses a game why do you think that he's attracted to that balance opposites yeah. attract so you think he's attracted to the fact that she has this ego I mean maybe the confidence to express herself when he's more like But Steph is so confident. He has on the court. I think he's conf- I think he's so confident. confident this doesn't phase him. It's like, yeah, whatever, let her do her. I think he's confident on the off the court. Like I don't see that confidence. Well, I, we don't see much of him outside of basketball to begin with, but he doesn't seem the type to put himself really out there like I think that's a choice, but it's not based on lack of confidence. I think it's just a choice based on like you know, uh, the confidence how he takes. feels about the world. And like, I think it also has a lot to do with like his religious beliefs. Yeah. Like, he's know, a really religious yeah, dude. Yeah, man. It's a grounded like guy. He's got to be humble. Like, that's really important to him, like having humility. Even, Why he would find her attractive, I just don't understand. They're like high school sweethearts or some shit. College, I think, right? I thought, it was, in college. I thought it was high school, but I don't know. Oh. Um, can't choose who we love. I don't get it, man. But again, who cares? Like, do your fucking thing. It's just love who like you annoying. love. I also think she could fucking shut up sometimes. Yeah. I mean, love evolves. Yeah. Evolve into being quiet. Yeah. Let's talk after he retired. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second. We got to pay some bills because, you know, we got to support the number one CBD brand mm. for the asshole army. It is Radix Remedies, R-A-D-I-X mm. Remedies. Dot com. I mean, they've got absolutely everything. If you like smoking joints, okay, but you can't get super duper high because you got to do things throughout your day, but you like that cool, calm tranquility that comes with it. Maybe you like that casual uh, smoking environment. You and a friend just like to sit back and relax and pass around a J. RadixRemedies.com. They got the flower. They have these pre-rolled joints. Okay, completely pre-rolled, ready to go. They also have the little medicine. What are those things? Little prescription bottles, but they got full uh, of weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's mad cute. It's adorable. Nice move. Yeah. Drug dealers been doing that for a minute. I like to see in the CBD world. They also got the creams. They got everything. They really have everything ready to go. Okay, the creams. They got the um, neuro root. If you need a little bit more brain functionality, you need that memory to be a little bit sharper, right? You need to be a little bit quicker. Try that neuro root. Okay, it hops on the CBD, so it goes right to your brain. Works way faster than anything that's digested in the belly. In the belly, uh, if you need that science broken down, I'm sure they do it on the web, on the website. RadixRemedies.com has the best CBD in the game. If you fuck with the asshole army, you fuck with flagrant too. That is the place to go get it. And if you want 10% off, you're gonna use our promo code flagrant. Okay, RadixRemedies.com use the promo code flagrant. I'm telling you, if you do any form of CBD drops, I don't give a fuck what it is. CBD melatonin gummies, man. Oh shit! If you're trying to My fall God. asleep, bro, you trying to fall asleep, you need that melatonin gummy. That's night night. You out of here. You out of here. Anyway, RadixRemedies.com. Use that promo code Flagrant. You get 10% off. And if you're in Austin, go say what's up to them. Let them know you're part of the Asshole Army. Keep it tight, and they will take care of you like they have for uh, other Asshole Army members in the past, man. Also, they've got... um 
I keep forgetting hand sanitizer. That's yeah. And they're donating that's... a bottle of hand sanitizer for every bottle that's purchased. So if you want to do something good for the community that's fighting this corona, go get your hand sanitizer through the guys over there at Radix. All the discounts apply. Go get that shit. Radixremedies.com and the promo code is flagrant. Let's get back to the show. Oh, you brought this up um, that the NFL owners want like fans at the stadium. Oh, yeah, no, Gagnon brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. You had that story about the NFL owners? Yeah. Um, So they they really feel that the season's going to happen, and they think that state um, people are going to be in the stands. When does the season start? Uh, September, September, the week after Labor Day. Yeah, there'll be people in the stands, without doubt. Within two months, this shit is open. Do you think full? Say again? You think full? Full. Like, this is two months this shit is open. From now. Are we supposed to be open now? When are we Some supposed states to be are fully open? We, we did the, I don't think any states are fully open. Because I thought Florida was fully open, but it's a soft open. Okay. Yeah. Two months. I say two months from now, everything's open. Now, they're going to have these stupid fucking laws that limit the amount of people that can go into like a Broadway show or limit the amount of people that can go to a stand-up show or concerts or festivals. Restaurants, they might even be affected as well. would be. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying currently right now. Right. Like in as they're opening them. By the time football comes around, we're going to be golden, 100%. Now, the tricky thing is it's state by state. So are the LA Rams going to have an empty stadium, but the St. Louis Rams? Fucking A. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a place that's in yeah. Missouri because Missouri's open. Yeah. But uh, is there another team in Missouri? I don't think so. What's another state that's wide open? I don't know. I thought Florida was wide Georgia. open. Georgia. 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 Okay, so the Falcons. Are the, Fal- the Falcons are going to have a full stadium, but the LA Rams are not. Yeah. yeah. So that could be a case. I don't know. I, it's hard to tell because that's right before um, flu season, and so they're saying that it's going to be a second wave. People might be spooked season. because second wave. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think the second wave is going to be that crazy, but I think people will be a little spooked. But you know what was great about this story? The NFL owners. Everybody talks about them. They're racist. They don't care about their black players. Blah, blah, blah. They don't care about anybody. They don't give a fuck about the fans. They don't give a fuck about the players. They just want to make money. So you can judge them if you want to, but they're greedy. And we're all greedy. Yeah. And to be honest, they're willing to give us entertainment. So be greedy. I'm completely okay with this. I love the fact that they kept that same energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've always hated NFL owners and they fuck over the players. But now I'm like, oh, okay. They're just greedy. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. Good for them. Be that. Do they fuck over the players? I mean, the players also allow themselves to get fucked, but like the new collective bargaining agreement they agreed to is worse than the old one that they're already getting fucked on. And that's on the players for not going to a fucking lawyer right away and being like, hey, is this any good? Mm-hmm. And the voting. And then the NFL Players Union is even more fucked because they wouldn't let people change their votes after they found out how shitty the deal was and a bunch of them had already voted. Then there were like the NFL players union, which there's some corrupt shit there was like, no, nah, you can't change your vote. But here, I guess my feeling about the players is like, if you are replaceable, that's what you get. What do you and mean? It, so it's like NFL players are the most replaceable athlete in sports. To a degree, but not exactly. We, we can do not. It. If they were we so replaceable, we would have liked the XFL. We would have liked the American Football League. We would like the first XFL, the USFL. We want great football. We do not accept outside of college where we're all like How you, you said. How do you explain college? Indo- yeah, like you said, we're all indoctrinated into this belief that we love this school, so we watch this, and then we root for a team. And there's still better quality in the XFL than there is in. But maybe that's the reason why the XFL and the AFL didn't work because you don't have the elites. No, because you're not indoctrinated into the team. 
Yeah, but if you're not indoctrinated on some college shit, on some passion, these are the best years of my life. I mean, do you think that you become a Giants fan when you're six years old because of the skill? And even then, here's even then, the best programs, the reason casuals watch is OSU, Alabama, whoever the fuck else I'm thinking of, Florida schools, like all these. These are the guys that are the elites that are all going to go pro and be great. Right. But you're going to watch those teams regardless. We didn't, I don't ever remember watching casually an Alabama football game until Nick Saban got there. And then they started getting people who were going to go pro. Right. I granted, watched Tua. Granted, we're going to watch, we're going to watch the better teams. I just think, I think you're maybe not crediting enough the indoctrination, the indoctrination of professional sports as well. Yeah. Like you, you were, you were made a Cowboys fan. I was made a Cowboys fan. Just like you're made Hindu. I was, and I'll tell you this, when the Cowboys were really bad, I wasn't watching their games like that. And that's natural. I think we all do that, yeah. right? Like as a Knicks fan, you know what I mean? Uh, Knicks season ticket holder. Right. I can even go through that. But I was made a Knicks fan. It wasn't my choice. Right. Right? And I feel like with the XFL, with these other fledgling leagues, you need to have some time to create those types of fans. You can't just do one season and then everybody comes watch. Because the reality is we don't watch sports for the sport. We watch sports for identity. Right? We'll tap into the reason why we watch female soccer is because we identify with America. The second they start playing each other within America, nobody watches. Right? Yeah. We'll let the women represent America right. in the World Cup and then we'll watch it way more than the men because we like watching the greatness. But I think that you can watch uh, shittier football. I don't think you'd be, I don't think football would be king if the talent wasn't good. I think that it's similar to like fighting where it's like sometimes the better fight is with the worst fighters. You know, like you have these guys that can have like a trilogy of fights like uh, uh, Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward, right? And they can make millions of dollars in the fights because they're just fucking savage. It's carnage. MMA, some of the best fights are just some of the guys who aren't the best fighters. And the best fighters make a boring fight sometimes. Yeah, I very rarely hear about two shitty teams having a game that I needed to see. I very rarely hear people be like, oh, man, you should have watched the fucking... Whoever the well, I Dolphins, think that's what makes Jets game. I think that's what makes college football so exciting is because there's no defense. There's just really poor defense. There's just not enough talent. That's on recent event. Before college was all running in defense, right? But I'm saying recently, like the yeah. fact that you could watch these guys go crazy. Yeah, you know, sixty to fifty, the games yeah. could be right. I think, I think you see some. I think you say some play like that. I just would like to see. I, in my opinion, the most replaceable athletes are NFL players. One, you have to replace them a lot because the average lifespan is what. Five years or whatever. Like less, right? Probably. So like three years or something like that, right? So it's like they have to be replaced. If they weren't replaceable, they'd be fucked. Right. And two, it's more an athletic-based sport and less like a uh, specific uh, all-around skill-based thing. You know what I mean? It's like- you I could, would say they're probably the most replaceable of the sports because there's just more parts. There's 22 players on the field at a time. Basketball, there's 10. Hockey, there's 10. Right. Baseball, who cares? And a lot of them are interchangeable. Right. Where it's like you have a guy who played this in college and all of a sudden he comes to the league and right. he's like, he's a quarterback in college. And now he's a wide receiver. Like how yeah. many, like, oh, he was a linebacker in college, but now he's a lineman. There's all these positions. Oh, he's a corner, but now right. he's a safety. Like all these kind of interchangeable. It's very rare. You're a point guard in college and then you become a center it's, or even a shooting guard. It's chess and most of your pawns. Most of your pawns. Yeah. In, in football, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like. These guys are going to get the shitty end of deals because the brand, the shield is so strong and the player's yeah. value isn't that strong. Yeah, there's a few Brady's, but like, I mean, you even sit down a Brady. Like, that's how powerful the NFL is. You sit down the yeah. most marketable player, you suspend him for four games for some shit. Every quarterback does. That was Deflategate. Even to that end, though, if you have a union, the whole point of the union is we stick together and do what's best for us as a league, yeah. as for the players. For you to 
just accept the first deal. Bad, stupid. You're right about that. Yeah. 100% agree with you on that. Yeah. It was stupid. I guess I'm just saying, like, I don't know how much leverage they even fucking have. An individual player, yeah, I can see your point. You don't have much leverage. As, and like, as a whole, the players. Then you could maybe right. do and something. And if you sit, the owners are, I mean, they'll be fine. They'll probably be better off than you because you're too, too stupid to manage your money. Right. But the owners are going to be like, yo, we are losing crazy money let's crazy do it. money we're by far number one the only yeah. thing people can do on us is gain ground right now let's do something let's give them something it's just tricky man it's like when you have a sport that like really values a singular athlete like michael jordan or yeah. like lance armstrong for biking yeah right i was watching a little bit of this lance documentary it was interesting they protected him mm. right they knew he was cheating he even talks about it in the documentary right right after the big cheating scandal where they like canceled this team called festina right, right. lance comes back after the ball surgery yeah. right and he's in the Tour de France, and he's actually busting everybody's ass. Yeah. And they find cortisone levels, like high yeah. cortisone levels, right? And just so happened the cortisone that they were using to cheat mm -hmm. could be administered through cream, uh, intramuscular, uh, uh, like spray, eye drops, like five different techniques. Right. They were cheating with this thing. Mm -hmm. But because it could be used five different ways, Yeah. The head of the commission, the biking commission, yeah. said, oh, he just rubbed it on his legs for chafing. Uh, mm -hmm. They protected him because they knew what it meant. They were in such a vulnerable position, and they had this amazing comeback story. So they protected Lance. Mm. From an American rider who they don't, we don't give a fuck. We don't, we never give a fuck before or after Lance about the Tour de France or Ever. Viking. But it was the biggest thing in the world. You have this guy who has this amazing comeback story. The sport itself was on a comeback because last year they just waxed this entire team, which was the best team for all this doping. So now you want this one testicle guy who just had cancer to come back and bust everybody's ass in the Tour de France. Yeah. And you could risk the whole sport going through that shit again. Or you could say... No, it was just some leg cream. Hmm. Yeah. And I don't think, when I saw them uh, suspend Brady, I was like, oh, shit, the NFL don't give a fuck. Yeah. Brady? Mm. Yeah. Like, of all people? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And I wonder if they do that shit with tennis. Like, I wonder if they found out that um, Federer was cheating or something like yeah. that. Or I wonder Serena, if they would. Because that's all shit. the women have. Yo. That's um, all the women have. And she's American. And she's black. Yo, imagine they found out that she was using performance and drugs or like yeah, doping or some not shit. Saying shit i think they might protect her yo gotta what are we gonna do without her who the fuck is another female tennis player that's the only time i put tennis on when you saw her playing when right went to big she was Serena by far game. the most yep. marketable for female tennis yeah and i think that like david stern let's say jordan did have some gambling issues david stern can't kick jordan out the fucking league nope he gotta pull him aside and go yo please do us this way. like do us a favor yeah. stop this shit please because you're making it look bad but if you kick Jordan out the league, all those fucking numbers tank. And that reflects on you, the commissioner. Yep. That's a tough job, yo. Yep. I mean, yo, ball. Goodell got balls. Yeah. He don't give a fuck about he what really anybody thinks. He really don't think. care. Everybody hates him. Fans hate him. Players hate him. Owners like him. That's, that's all that matters to him. He's good with himself. Did you guys see we the- We gotta uh, pull this up. This yeah, no, just dropped. Yeah, this is interesting. And it's like- well, there's a Jordan thing that we're going to talk about. We should start to wrap this up, but there's a Jordan thing we'll talk about. I want to preface it with something else. It's so interesting, the waves of information that are coming out based around this Jordan uh, doc. It's insane. Isn't it cool? And it's going to be cool to see because the Jordan doc, mm -hmm. his legacy was at an, the highest it's been in 20, since 1997, 1998. Uh, like, after they dropped it. Yeah. yeah, at, yeah. By the end of the last dance, we're, Jordan's back, dude. He's 100%, maybe more godlike than ever. Right. But then you're starting to hear story by story and I don't think, I'm curious to know how much it'll chip away because each story chips a little bit away yeah. from what he presented himself as. Do you think that 
this ends up hurting his legacy? Hmm. I don't know, and that's my question, is in the long run, will it chip away from it so much that you're like, he should have done this documentary differently? That's the thing. It's like when he initially put it out, I'm like, cemented, that's it, statue, he's the GOAT, nobody could touch him. But he's put, when you say you're the GOAT, you're basically inviting the discussion from everyone else how you aren't. Mm -hmm. And we will hear, the loudest voices will be your detractors. So when... What's the motherfucker's name? Uh, Tim Duncan goes, honestly, I was never really impressed. I sent you this. I meant to send you. I think I yeah. sent to Al Baxton. But uh, it was like Tim Duncan comes out and goes, honestly, I was never really impressed by Michael Jordan, but I'm not really impressed by anybody. Hmm. Like, you never even hear that discussion if Last Dance isn't yeah. out. Because yeah. nobody's going to Tim Duncan and saying, so what was your thoughts about Michael? Yeah. So what he's is- inviting the criticism in an age where criticism is the loudest microphone no matter what. Yeah. So when this story about Scottie Pippen coming out and saying that he thought Kobe was better than Kobe Mike. Kobe better than Mike. That happened before the documentary came and out. And it's also, if you watch the quote, he's like, I thought Kobe was better than him because he just worked so hard and he didn't have training. And it's like, oh, you're saying MJ was better, but Kobe worked harder and you liked him and he didn't have a great coach, which he did. Which he did. Yeah. But it is interesting like to see people slowly start to chip away, man. Yeah. Like slowly start to chip away. And I wonder... If Jordan was better off, if his legacy was actually more intact intact before social media, because social media couldn't, it couldn't do anything to disintegrate that reputation because it wasn't even in question. It was just like, yeah, he's the GOAT, but let's not really discuss it. Maybe LeBron's the GOAT now. Is it LeBron? Is he the best? Whatever. But you weren't really talking about what Jordan did or didn't do. And now people are coming out and saying... Nah, bro, Jordan actually wasn't that tough. Like, I stepped to him and he didn't do shit. See, I think if he just presented himself as, I was obsessed with winning. And if he was even remorseful, like, I was pretty hard on some teammates. Like, you know, like, I I fucked up. If he was just more like, and not, I was hard on teammates, but I, I did them a favor. They won because of me, which is true, but it was always his shade of the truth. You're opening up the door. And if that, sometimes he's straight up lying. And if you do a better job of being objective, oh, bro. and you're, you have, and this is, <laughs> every goat needs somebody who's willing to push back. And mm-hmm. this is, again, the value of a fill. Mm-hmm. The director ain't fill. The director is going to say, oh, okay, you want us to say it like this? Let's say it like this. Mm-hmm. If you had a Phil Jackson type director to be like, hey man, is that true? Are you sure you, you were okay with Isaiah being on the team and there was no conversation? Because if not, it's a fucking problem. You're going to look like an asshole. 100%. I'm going to push back a little bit. He didn't have that. One lie eliminates all your truths. It really does. Mm. Trust is super fragile. And that's the thing. It's like every statement that he said in that documentary or that was even portrayed in the documentary, because now we know he put out the edit for the documentary and he co-signed everything that was out there. This wasn't a third party, right? With the Lance documentary, I don't think it's Lance... I think mm. someone else making it, he just agreed to it. Mm. But this is Jordan's doc. So Jordan yeah. is controlling the narrative. If one lie comes out, now we question every other truth. Yep. We start to go, oh shit, were people really that afraid of talking shit to him and him holding a grudge? Or were they just making that up for the documentary? Because if they could make up the food poisoning thing, they could make up that. Sam Smith also said he lied about something. Did I send that story or He not? said that he lied about the food poisoning, and he said he lied, about I think, about seventh year. Yeah, and I left. knew they weren't coming back. Yeah. I, that's we, I knew that was we bullshit. We said that early in the documentary, and then there's a scene I remember, we all remember, he's in the hotel room alone, and he's like, I'm not going to miss any of this. Yeah. This, oh, like, I'm just confined done, to my bro. hotel room, and I can't do anything. This is, this is my only time alone. Mm. That moment, I remember being like, oh, he was done here. He, he knew he was done. 
And then he comes out and says, ah, it's maddening I didn't get to do a seventh year. And it's like, well, you could have played for somebody else. You only want to play for Phil? You didn't want to go to another team? You could have gone to the Knicks, given the Knicks a championship, been God, God, God. Bro, I love Michael Jordan, but I wonder if there's a lesson to be learned here, which is if you're already considered the GOAT, screaming at the top of your lungs or putting out a documentary that goes, I'm the GOAT. In a biased way? In a biased way, only puts you in the situation where you could be criticized. Yep. And can chip away from your GOAT status. Yep. I don't think he was considered the GOAT. Like, there were way more discussions of who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Now, because of this documentary, we've all seen that, okay, no, Jordan was definitely better than LeBron. So I, I think he needed this to cement himself in our generation. Like I agree with that, but if, he'd done it, if it had been done more objectively, or if his, only focus was, if his only focus was, I wanted to win more than everything, winning was the only thing that mattered, and that was it, and it wasn't all the other shit, then we might have been like, yo, this dude is obsessed with winning in a way that so LeBron I, isn't. I think Akash made a great point because if he was more of an asshole in this documentary, yeah. we would believe everything that he said. Yeah. I wanted Isaiah out the dream team. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, I didn't like him. Okay, fuck okay. him. And you know what? The GOAT gets to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if you showcase every single story, if you say every single thing that happened, matter of fact, if you even have some humility, if you're always like, you know what? I stepped to Robert Parrish. That's a big motherfucker, bro. Yeah. I thought, hey, Steve Kerr. Something yeah. like that. You I didn't always get my way. I mean, I didn't always get I tried to push. Sometimes I push buttons too far. I regret some of the things I did. Sometimes people call me on my shit. Son, I really think if it was, like you said, if it was just focused on how much, that what he was willing to do to win, no matter what it all costs, we would look at LeBron and go, nah, he's not willing to win at all costs like Jordan solidified. Yeah. But when you build yourself up into this kind of folk hero, which he did, yep. he turned himself into a, one of these Wild West heroes yep. from the movies that he loves to watch. And we all bought it, but it was stupid that we bought it in retrospect because it's like, this can't all be true. Son, we live in the information age. Right now, we can go to every single person that was in that documentary yeah. and go, is this what happened? And they had the ability, true or false, to chip away at it. That's dangerous, bro. I'm yeah. just saying the only people you're hearing negative things from are the B-level Besides, this is audio of let's play this clip. This is audio. I'm going to read the tweet audio of Michael Jordan admitting he told Rod Thorne that he wouldn't play on the dream team if Isaiah was on it. Let's hear it. And this is from something's going on. Just give me two seconds. This is from a podcast Jordan did or an interview Jordan did a long time ago. Right. Right. Years ago, maybe decades ago. So this is a 23 second soundbite. If we can't get the audio right, we'll just read the quote. It's probably in the article. Let's do it. We got it? Hello? Nah, we'll insert it later. What's going on? I don't know. Probably something's, this cord is breaking down or something like that. Um, so go scroll up. I think the article has a quote. Rod Thorne called me. I said, Rod, I said, Rod, I won't play if Isaiah Thomas is on the team. He assured me. He said, you know what? Chuck, being Chuck Daly, which we also speculated, doesn't want Isaiah. So Isaiah is not going to be a part of the team. You called the Chuck thing perfectly. I knew Chuck didn't want him on that fucking team. Yeah. I knew something happened there. And if you soured with the coach that took you to two championships. You're an asshole. You're a piece of shit. Real Mm -hmm. talk. And if Jordan said that, I didn't want him on the team. Uh, uh, Larry didn't like him. Chuck Daly, his own coach, didn't want him on the team. Why does he need to be on the team? And he was 1992 Isaiah, not 1988 Isaiah. Mm. He's not the same player. I'm fucked. Do I need him on the team? Also... He's probably not the only person that said he didn't want him on the team. Yeah. A lot of people probably said they didn't want him on the team. 
I I think it'd be better if he was honest. Yep. Brutal honesty. Let us know how fucked up you are, man. Treat we us like care. you treat your teammates. There we go. Yeah, I mean. But maybe he wasn't brutally honest. All this shit, I think, just came out of his insecurity. Like, he, he greenlit the documentary after the after uh, LeBron won the finals. Yeah, apparently. You hear that? Yeah. He greenlit the... After LeBron came back from 3-1. He greenlit yeah. the documentary. Like, he just felt all this insecurity and then had to, like, lie about it. Like, what do you do when you're insecure? You start, like embellishing shit inflating yourself you know you said there's a lesson here maybe to be learned as much as we love jordan i think jordan teaches us a lot of lessons on what to do and what not to do he's teaching lessons all the time whether he realizes it or not what to do in a lot of ways how hard to work all that shit the singular focus on winning that's all you can do all that what not to do don't be jordan now Mm. this unhappy miserable motherfucker in a mansion just yellow-eyed fucking drunk all the time smoking cigars yeah yeah bro when you are on a like you didn't even fact check your own shit yeah (laughs) you didn't remember saying publicly i don't want this guy on the team about a controversy that's existed for decades yo i'm not gonna lie jordan strikes me as a type of dude that believes his own lies yeah Uh, well that makes perfect sense you know how you like saw in the documentary he made up that lebradford stevens or whatever lebradford smith whatever the fuck his name was like he said something that i took it personal he said good game and I took it personally. What an asshole. Yeah. So it's like, he strikes me as the type of guy who goes, no, nah, I don't think I ever told Rod Thorne. And then just starts believing that he didn't tell yeah. Rod Thorne. Yeah. And he just believes whatever reality he's in because it benefits him to believe that. That's true. And that is like a telltale sign of a psychopath or at least yeah. sociopath. One of those two. Yeah. You just start believing these things are real. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of a shame, man. Oh God. Imagine this actually killed his legacy. That'd be really sad. I don't think, he, I mean, I think there's always going to be, it's just going to go back and forth. So there's going to be a tipping point where it's too far. We're hating on Jordan. We forget he's the best. And then I think it'll even out. If Scotty comes out and he was like, and he starts chipping away and he has every reason. Yeah. But if Scotty comes out and he starts chipping away, oof, that's not a good look for, no, for MJ. He's bro. just going to look like he's hating. Fair enough. Because but, if all the goats in the doc praise Jordan godlike, that's the word I need. If your contemporaries who are the best at that time are saying, no, you're the best, that's it. I don't care what the other role players are saying about me. Who is who are you talking about? Like Magic, Larry, like they're saying he's Yeah, but they're the also guys who didn't play against LeBron. Like there's never no, gonna no, be yeah. guys who played against LeBron. But both, I'm just saying like at that time, he's the greatest. So it's like we can't Jordan will never play against LeBron in their prime. So we'll never know, like really have them head to head. But I'm just saying from what we saw in the doc, from what we saw in real life, and then what we see from LeBron right now, it's like Jordan's the best. I don't deny Jordan's the best. That's not so what it's I like deny. People can take all these knocks at him. It's not going to he, dethrone him. Here's what I'm saying. I don't deny that he's the best, and I think he is the best. Prior to the documentary, I thought he's the best. The documentary has solidified it in a lot of ways for me. That being said, I think he's opened up more doors for criticism yeah. through the documentary mm-hmm. instead of close them. And the idea behind the documentary, I presume, was I'm gonna close all the doors. Ah, uh, okay. I There's so. no, you're not even yeah, in this conversation, that. LeBron. You're not even in this conversation, Kobe. Nobody's in this conversation. It's just me. I'm the goat. And now all of a sudden, you can see a door open over here where it's like, yeah, I mean, he was good, but he was kind of a bully and da da da. Mm-hmm. A door open here, like Scotty Horace was- Grant said, "I'll fight you right now." So if the story's coming out, he wouldn't let Horace Grant eat, and now Horace is like, "I'll fight you right the fuck now." 
What you gonna do if you're Jordan? You gotta fight this guy, or you look kind of like you might have been lying. Or you have something coming out where it's like, yo, Dennis Rodman was one of the greatest basketball players to ever play basketball. He just didn't really score the ball that much, but the fact that he played the game the way he did it, it allowed Michael to be successful. And then it comes out that, whoa, Scottie Pippen was actually the second best player in the NBA during Jordan's career, and he happened to be on Jordan's team. Like, if all these things start coming out, like, whoa, that was actually the first super team. And not only did they have a big three, they had a fourth Tony Kukoc, was one of the best players and it's like is that the most talented team ever more talented than the Warriors all I'm saying is doors are opening Hmm. out of nowhere all these doors are opening and you're like whoa that was not the goal of this documentary yeah I think it could have negative effect good point and he just took shots everywhere if he if he had done it or if someone else had done it Ken Burns said this this isn't a documentary it's whatever it's biased it's his his production company yeah Ken Burns is a dork, but I think he might have been right. If there was a more objective, the last 40 seconds against the Jazz, incredible. But if he doesn't also say, yeah, you know, Pip didn't do shit, fucking back was hurting, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you leave out, uh, Nimesh Patel brought this up. I was talking to him yesterday. Apparently, Kukoc had a great game. He had a great series that series. Yeah. Jordan doesn't mention that. If Jordan is objective, like, yeah, man. Pip was fighting. He was a fucking warrior, but he was in pain. He just was limited. Kukoc played great, but that's Kukoc. You know, I just, those last 40 seconds, I yeah. realized we we won't win game seven. We have to win this now. I got to go do this now. There's a degree of humility he just spoke with. And then he watched that 40 seconds like, yo, this motherfucker really went and won the game. Yeah. Lay up, steal on the other end, win the game fucking winning. game. Game yeah. winning shot. Yeah. Yeah. Kukoc like, had 30 points, shot 83% from the field. I mean, insane. So yeah. Insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if he's humble about it, yeah, I mean, yeah, Kukoc played great, but Pip, that's our guy. He's fucking, that's my right hand. He's hurting. He's limited. He's a warrior. He's fighting. Instead of looking at Pip all skeptical, like Pip says his back was hurting, you yeah. know, whatever. You know what I mean? It's a back, big deal. Anyway, um, anything else before we get out of here? We got a long ep for y'all today. I don't believe so. Look at the topic list. No, I think we're good. Anything else we can cover on the Patreon? Oh, yeah, that's Ooh. right, man. Patreon, man. Uh, we'll see you guys over there this Friday. We're going to be dropping that Patreon. Um, uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys for signing up, man. Our Patreon keeps exploding. It's really, really crazy. It's I think really at- dope to climb in a global pandemic. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, man. And uh, yeah, so we're at like 8,500 right 8, now. I want to hit that nine. I want to hit that 10,000 mark and let's be number one Patreon in the motherfucking world. That's that's the goal right now. So uh, keep spreading the word. Keep sharing it with your homies, man. If they need these little taste, little samples, we always include a little sample of the episode of the flagrancy and you guys can get hey, some of that. You know what? Our yeah. job might be easy. It's just hanging out with y'all. We hope y'all love hanging out with us as much as we love hanging out with there you. There it is. So do it two times a week. Come over to Patreon, man. Patreon.com slash flagrant2. If we don't get you this week, we'll get you next week. All right? Peace. God bless.